0: Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off Road Podcast, episode 158. I'm Graham. I'm here with Cody and Richie. Luke is working hard or hardly working. We don't know. It's hard to tell. Sometimes you can call him and he'll not, you know, he'll pick up. So I don't know if he can work and talk or what the deal is. But, anyways, <laughs> our fill-in uh, slash repeat guest that we have for this week. We haven't caught up with him in a while. is is good old Mark Nibs with the green green machine um he's been doing some pretty interesting things with it he cut the doors off i don't know it hasn't folded in half yet so he's doing something right
1: yeah um yeah it hasn't folded folded in half yet
0: it's those it's those structural b-pillar supports it's the only thing holding that roof up
1: it probably is (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh Sorry, I totally killed that intro. My bad. No, no you're no, good. <laughs> right.
0: I killed my own intro. If you let me, uh, so.
1: <laughs> we'll get started the way I do. It's like, welcome back to FMGP, and my name is Mark. And today we're going to screw up this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. it's yeah, it. it uh, I it's I either talk myself in circles and ruin it, or Cody interjects and takes over, and it it goes okay, or uh, uh, the guest jumps in, which is totally fine. Like That actually eases the transition from my perspective, and people don't have to listen to Cody uh, take the reins every time. I know. Um, it's so
2: horrible listening to me talk. Yeah, I'm so who one sorry. Of, nobody wants
0: to listen to you, Cody. God, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> talk to me when
0: you've got a tube cube.
2: No. <laughs> Never. I mean, I already do, but it's not tubed. It's just cube dealer. Well, kind of boxular. No. Box not. I cube. have the vision for the tube cube and we're going to it for you. I need to that see this needs
3: like, come to light. <laughs> I, it
2: I really need... want
0: to build it. Just... you, have, you Let's have to see if it would work.
2: <laughs> I still... I mean, no.
0: I feel like that's just death. We're just going to die. No, it'd be hilarious. Obviously, it'd be a tube cube, but there'd be triangles in it, so it'd be strong. Duh. You can turn Triangle. a cube into triangles. Strong tube cube. Got it. Yeah. That's
2: all that I matters.
4: It totally works.
2: Single seater only, though.
0: Yeah, single seater. You're right next to the motor because you can't have anything outside of the cube. Everything Nothing. is contained in the cube. Person Even the axles. and drivetrain. No, the axles can be oh. in front of it a little bit just to make it look a like little goofy. bit.
2: What are we gonna? What are we? I mean, holy shit! No, because like, if you have the axles under the of...
0: cube, then it just looks like a, uh, like a meth head
2: lifted buggy. smart
0: car. <laughs> just a meth head buggy. It just doesn't. There's just no style to it. But we can just parody off of. All like the uh, I guess the like the basic chassis things that everybody does now where it's just got like one singular tube that scoops out over the front wheels. Just don't have anything, just have it float. Like who cares? Just make it a cube, oh, like trailing. no front end, just the axle. So your approach angle would be incredible and departure angle. You know what uh, sounds and- so bad. It's- <laughs> it sounds stupid, but I think it would be funny as hell if it would actually worked.
3: So,
2: so- in the predecessor to a and g rigs of rods, there actually was a downloadable vehicle
4: like what you just described,
0: Graham there we go, so great minds think alike
4: uh, but I want to build a real one and it it was totally <laughs> the cheap vehicle for the game,
0: <laughs> but anyways, uh we'll talk more about the tube cube when we have a tube cube to talk about. Um. So we mentioned Mark's got no doors in his Jeep, and it's about to fold in half. Uh, and I don't believe we've really. When did you cut the doors out of it, Mark? I guess we'll start there.
1: Um. Well, the I cut the B pillar off probably a couple of weeks, probably a couple of months ago, maybe two months ago or so. Okay,
0: so that's if, fresh. We haven't talked about that yet because right.
1: Did, um. We... I mean that that decision was kind of made for me because uh, the last time I was up. In FNF, uh forgot what trail it was. I took the passenger side B pillar into a rock and it twisted the B pillar there, probably about two inches off center. And um, I was like, Yeah, why straighten it? Let's just cut the damn thing. Yeah. So cut it out. <clears throat> Greenleaf gave me a heads up. It's just like, hey, put it a, just run an external B pillar, just build a cage off that. So <laughs> makes sense. Yep. So the doors are gone, the B pillar's gone both of them, and uh, now it's door door bar time,
0: <laughs> honestly, like it, it I didn't know how I felt about it or, or how i yeah, how I felt about it at first. I don't know why that sounded weird in my mind. Um, <laughs> but you've been running it with just the the B pillar without door bars yet, and it actually looks pretty good. like i it's growing on me, I guess uh, it, it it definitely looks naked, but. I don't know. It also looks correct. Like the body lines still work, even though there's no doors for the body lines to, you can still kind of see it. It's a Cherokee still like it's not.
1: And that's kind of like the departure from what I originally wanted. Like I, I wanted to keep it Cherokee esque. However, Mm. obviously as you know, more tube goes in less Cherokee actually there. And it's, Yep. I mean, if you had asked me three years ago how what i saw this thing turning into i'm like oh maybe an xj on tons and now it's like it's not even an xj anymore like i mean (laughs) it still kind of looks like an xj but like i i don't i want to keep those body lines but it's getting harder and harder
0: yep to do what you want to do the body lines don't always stay (laughs) have the best uh intentions
1: right but i mean it's 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 working, I guess. I mean, I I like the way the rig performs. I mean, the only thing that kind of scares me is not having protection yeah. um, in that door, that door jam there. So yeah.
0: And that's easy enough to remedy, just some door bars. It's just making them look like they belong and our, and be structural is the tough part.
1: Yeah. I mean, you run, that's...
0: you run through so many like variations of things. I feel cause I've, got to do the same thing on Sean's, which is I think it's actually it's going to be very similar in looks, just with a slightly longer larger door opening. Maybe not, actually, because your B-pillar is probably set back a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, It's probably about three or four inches further back than the factory.
0: Yeah, so probably pretty close. And it just, I don't know how to make it look good, but also functional. Because, I mean, you can do the Bottom of the A to top of the A where it ends, and then you can do a, you know, the, the maybe not the proper way, but one proper way to do it would be bottom of the A to top of the B, but that are like close to top of the B, and I just don't like the way that looks. But then you look at like I don't know what sport they use doorbars like this, but it's it's just all vertical, it's all right. vertical bars. Which I think is, for what we're doing, pretty good. But I don't necessarily like the way those look either. So I feel like you kind of need some combo, and I, think I don't know. Probably I think overcomplicating. I agree it.
2: They do the vertical. It's like one horizontal, then it's all vertical, attaching from like either. I thought it
0: was up. more. Maybe you're right, but I thought it was more stuff like more contact style things, where you know you may like smash into either a wall or another vehicle, and you want, even though it's a lot of weight, Ooh, you, you want. Look Maybe up. I don't think it's snap. Maybe it is old NASCAR nah, or something. Like I think,
1: that. yeah, I think it was. It's yeah. got the ribs.
0: Yep, uh, it is like a NASCAR. waffle. Yeah, uh, very geez. basic. Like it, it doesn't. I almost feel like it doesn't follow the rules of what you'd think of cage design nowadays because it's just so much. Then like again, this ninety is degrees different.
2: Too. This is like well, you got to consider the fact that this is like uh, impact, not necessarily mm. crush. So I'm sure that there's, like, totally different cage design styles based off of, like... Yeah. Your, like yeah. Well,
4: yeah, a uh, drift cage is completely different than a uh, wheeling cage. Well,
2: it's because the drift kids didn't know what the fuck they were doing originally, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't even mean that as a dig, but, like, I feel like that was such, like, a backyard sport that all of a sudden... Like, they were just like, well, I don't want to die. And, then <laughs> doing things, and like, I mean, I again, I we'd have to ask somebody from, like, you know, grassroots drifting on, like, what their inspiration was. We for didn't Virginia. have cages.
0: You were, you were a grassroots drifter?
1: Oh, it was a while ago, yeah. I think you he know? had
0: a Mazda. I've got a Mazda sticker on that toolbox. He yeah. also has
2: he also <laughs> a fruit booter, but we don't have to talk about that. I no, mean, we, we, honestly, I, enough, about that I just want to... I don't think we did. I think we talked about it when he posted the the video. Oh, maybe we did. I don't did. think we actually talked remember. to him. By the way, absolutely fucking cool. I just want to say so. Even if we did talk about it before, I don't care. Because I, right now, it makes me feel better knowing that, like, telling you that those videos are fucking dope. Like, I had no idea that you did shit like that back in the day. That's cool.
1: Oh, oh thank you. Uh, yeah, it's 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 scary being a 40s. 40 uh, something year old getting back into something I haven't done in over 20 years, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nowhere near the level I used to be at, but it is what it is. It gets me out there. My kids are starting to get into it. So it's, it's fun. Hell yeah. Cool. That's
2: how I feel every time I go snowboarding now is like I don't even go to the terrain park anymore. Like I just like rip the side of the trails in the powder and then I'll just pop back onto the main and go down to the left where back in the day we'd be like take we'd hit a rail, take the boards off, walk back up and then hit the rail
1: again, like over and over and over again. It's like I don't I'm not doing that nowadays. I'm just out here to shred. <laughs> hey, but I mean that's the thing is like I, I would hope the other people around you are supporting you, like the old the OGs of snowboarding are like, hey, dude, just be out there. Have fun, dude. You don't got to be doing crazy, crazy like jumps or airs or nothing. Just go out and have fun.
2: I still hit jumps, but like rails were the only ones that used to like actually fuck me up because I'd be doing something stupid. I'd be turning like just like I mean, just kind of as you know, like if you were to go for like I mean, you could probably gap something pretty easily without having to do a three sixty or whatever one eighty over it nowadays. But like back in the day, it was like if you weren't fucking doing a one eighty onto something grinding across it and then doing another 180 out it was like oh that was kind of boring so like but now it's like you do like a two foot gap you're like oh that was sick back on my feet again and uh definitely starting to recognize that now um like with all the fucking concussions and things it's like I don't feel like hearing ringing and water feeling water in my ears for the next fucking 10 hours like I'm not dealing with that
0: (laughs) (laughs) rails are Um, brutal like you catch an edge on something weird like that and you're just down god knows what you're gonna smash up
2: the worst, your
0: head or your hip or your whatever.
2: The worst was the, um, those big black pipes. I know that sounds absolutely fucking <laughs> wild, but like, you know, like the, like, drainage pipes that are plastic that, like, they would just, like, fucking shove into the snow. And yeah, see,
0: be- yeah, I, I wouldn't even go near that. I wouldn't even consider that on a ski. I'm sure some people would, but I was Dude, not, uh... You
2: know I would how not
1: hard it was to restrain a from a pegging joke there? Yes, <laughs> I, I hey, and I
2: appreciate you for that. No problem. <laughs> but, um... Honestly, though, like those he cries would,
0: internally <laughs>
2: <laughs> you would fall on those, and then every single rib would just hit your rib your your ribs, and it would oh it so fucking bad. It was like you're playing the accordion on it with your ribs, and it's just like fucking it ba 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 oh so painful, so yeah, you know, honestly, I just you know put the bindings on,
4: go for a quick shred, and it's a good time, yeah, I think it's fun just going down at this point, like just something to do. Yeah,
0: I hear you. I hear you. Just getting the body moving again is definitely all well worth it. Um, and so to roll this back, uh, it is the NASCAR cages that I was thinking of. They're like not that complicated, but I mean, you've seen I've seen NASCARs do some wacky shit, so it must be strong. Unless they've changed the design up a ton, but it doesn't seem like it.
1: I mean, I was gonna run like a, a straight horizontal from the B to A. And then triangulate from the the two by six, like kind of up to that same bar. And Mm -hmm. I might do like a small kick down from the B to the horizontal bar, kind of up where my shoulder would be. Mm -hmm. As a little bit of extra protection, but I'm trying to keep that doorway open as much or as as wide as possible so I can get in and out. Yep. Um I mean, I've been kind of like I said, I've been mess, I've been back and forth with the design. Well, it's not
2: necessarily shoulder. Protection. I mean, it, I'm sure it's partially, but it's it's a lot of hip and knee is what you're looking for with the door bar, correct, Graham?
3: Because
0: I uh, like I know. That, like, I the mean, sort will- of. I mean, you just don't want things entering the cabin, right? That so right. you have you're to balance. To
2: get, we don't want them in the cabin.
0: Yeah, you don't want rocks in your face, but you also need to be able to get out of it. So there's a there's compromises. To it all right you can build A tank that's you could drive Over stumps And not get poked in the face or You could and not be able to Get out or sort of Come to a middle Ground here where you can
1: Well die. I mean I've gotten to the point where I've pitched That thing like if you lay it on its side Enough and if there's a boulder underneath it like it's Going to cut it could come in yeah and if you're Harnessed in you're the thing that's Going to give Mm-hmm. So, like, I just kind of want to protect, like, the outline of my body for the most part, mm-hmm. so it's not taking a direct hit. Like, granted, I don't I don't want to get hurt, but, I mean, if I could protect, you know, exposure parts, then I'll do it.
0: Yeah, that's you a know. good point. Or, like, if you hit the seat and the seat rips out, your harness isn't going to go, and then you're going to get crushed either. So, right. really just protecting the seat area and where you are, roughly, yep. makes the most sense.
1: That's kind of the way I feel about it. So... That's that's the plan. It's going to skin the doors. I, I, when I cut the doors off, I kept the skin off the door panels so I can just cut the pieces I need, put those in, and uh, keep it looking kind of like a junkie Cherokee. <laughs>
0: going to be like the green version of Greenleaf's Jeep.
1: <laughs> kind of. Actually, he's he's kind of the inspiration there. I mean, he yeah. has helped me a little bit on some of the stuff I get caught up on. I'm like, hey, what what should I do here? I do this. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm not I mean, that, that creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all just, uh, you know, you just work with the canvas you're given and. Uh they are never pretty. (laughs) It's just the the final result ends up looking good. In most cases, unless you're like are totally out of your mind and you go some weird direction. Usually. uh, I was
1: going to say, do you wheel with your doors off Graham?
0: Yeah, I do. Occasionally, not all the time. I mean, it depends on the weather and you know what we're doing and if they're already off and if they're off, I don't wheel the same way as I do when they're on. I mean, when the doors are uh-huh. on, we are at huh? Do,
2: do we? We were bombing through on Saturday night at Good Evening Ranch without the doors on.
0: Bomb. Yeah, but I wasn't dragging my driver's side over a boulder on okay, Honey that's Hole. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's if it's okay.
2: Okay, I hear you on that one. Okay. Yes, there's yeah. there's
0: things I will and won't do with the doors on and off, and it's not a. You know, I'm not just carefree, oh, doors are coming off, we're going to wheel the same. You take into account, like,
4: you know, what are my weaknesses here now that I have no doors? And it changes things a little bit. In my, in how, at least how I go, so.
1: But you still drive yours, too.
0: Yeah, I did, you talking about taking a ding to the B pillar, uh, I did ding mine up a little bit. I think it, it was because of that boulder that I dragged everything across. It actually pushed the back, the back uh, hinges jammed that B pillar, and it is kind of at a weird. It's like pushed back maybe an inch. I think I right. can fix it. I think it just it just sheared the sheet metal off of the, um, rocker tube, and now it's just kind of floating, <laughs> which is oh, uh, you're one good hit deal. away
1: from cutting those doors off for good.
0: Uh huh. No, I'll just I'll scrap them back together and it'll be fine. You are really yeah. fighting a
1: losing battle on that. <laughs> just come over to the dark side. Just go junky and be done with
0: it. No, because then I'll just look like everybody else here. I'll, we'll just have the the copycat clones of external B pillar Cherokees. I love them. Don't don't get me wrong,
4: but I'd like <laughs> to to prolong my my uh, existence in the the door club
0: group i don't know we'll see and yeah, worst case if i smash up that b pillar i can just have rj go and cut me out one from the junkyard we'll weld it back in it's just sheet metal
1: yeah you're right
0: it's already an inch off it doesn't need to be perfectly aligned i don't have to be a body guy to put a new b pillar in <laughs> <laughs> that much is true yeah <laughs> the door's still close with it like it is so i mean it's st- it is, it's got some give to it somewhere the door yeah, does at least
1: i mean at the end i was i couldn't open up my rear doors i like i'd have to reach in through the window around the b pillar be- before i had the external one and mm. open it up from the inside and like i'm getting tired of this crap just yeah. Cut the damn things off.
0: yeah Two of my doors have that problem. The other, one of them, you have to push the button like three times, and then it opens. I there's no rhyme or reason for that. It just is how it goes. And then the passenger door is mint, it's still mint. Doesn't look mint, but it opens
4: mint. The window still exists. Uh, that one's mint. Cody,
1: when you go, and off.
4: Well, you see, Priuses don't
2: need doors off. All right, that that pretty no, the thing... Chevy when you put in the external oh, the Chevy. B. Chevy. Well, all right. First off, first off, with how much those motherfucking doors rattle, I'm. I wish there was a B pillar in that goddamn truck. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> you need install price, one, dude. remove those the doors, are... and install oh. one. Cool. I was just talking about it today, and all of a sudden, for some reason, my driver's side rear door just doesn't want to open anymore. I don't fucking know why, but like it just doesn't want to open. So, like, fuck Chevys and their stupid ass goddamn extended cabs. The stupidest decision I ever made was buy that goddamn extended cab truck.
1: Dumb. <laughs> Ranch over. Jesus. Ranch. Started. Mine don't
0: rattle around in the shitty Dodge. I'd yeah, be surprised well, to that, honestly. Fuck I you, I mean, the, the inner seatbelt. panel flaps around because I'm. I refuse to replace the clips on it right now, but I have the cool. clips for it. I just don't want to do it because I have to take that panel off anyways. So my thinking is I'm not going to waste the clips that are one time use on a door panel that I know I have to take off. But it's been a year. so uh. dude, I went
2: I went on a date a few weeks ago. This girl hops in the truck and I'm just like, hey, just slam the door. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you got to slam that door because like otherwise it'll rattle. And she like looks over at me super awkwardly. She's like. Is the door gonna fall open? Now in my head, I'm like, oh my god, am I in Graham's truck right now? And now I'm, I'm, I'm having to go through like the explanation. I'm like, no, 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 you are safe. I'm like, otherwise it'll just rattle. And she like shuts it normally. And I'm like, Oh, it's gonna fucking rattle. I didn't even say anything. I'm like, whatever. She's like, Are you sure the door's not gonna like open up? I'm like, dude, how how big of a <laughs> piece of shit do you think this is? Like, it's just my truck.
0: Like you know, everyone is- who has ever ridden in the truck in the passenger seat. Has not closed the door enough, and I will take a left turn, and the door will open up. It's happened every time with every person who's ever been in it. And as not soon me. as that happens, did you not learn. Happen to me. Yeah. Because when, is, when did you ride in the truck? Going out a good evening. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you drive ship boxes. You understand that you have to slam doors. You actually had yeah. one of the trucks, so you should doubly know yeah. that they're just shitty doors. Yeah. <laughs> Any like normal person that gets in the thing never closes the door enough, and it does open up. Uh, and then after that, they know to slam it. Now Marvel's like double slamming the door because he doesn't know if it's closed or not. he's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't close it. You know, he's opening it on the highway. Like, oh, I didn't close it. I need to close it all the way. It's it's I don't know, <laughs> annoying. I should fix it. It's messing up the. Uh, it's doing the same things as the Cherokee, where uh, that striker plate where the um or not the striker plate, but the insert on the door where the actual latch goes starts tearing that sheet metal. It's Ugh. On the Cherokees, they build, I I mean, I've welded junkie plates in and made one, but they make like a, you know, a reinforcement plate that I'll probably have to do. I should have done that on the Cherokee, but I didn't know they existed. So <laughs> I have a home cut
4: 16 gauge, 14 gauge plate in there. And it holds up mint. Shitbox life. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just 2000s vehicles in general.
2: I want to say I'm not having those issues with my Jeep, but then insert, you don't even wheel a joke. So like, yeah. No,
1: or you don't even have a Jeep. I don't think it exists.
2: Yeah. Nope. It doesn't.
1: Um, Is it gone?
2: No, no. Actually, I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to keep it, but like, I also have no reason to sell it. So I just pay the car insurance and the fucking. Uh, why do you
0: even pay insurance on that thing? Oh, you need
2: to. I I that was the, the town that I live live in. In. Yeah, because I did that once, and I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, why am I paying? I'm not driving this thing on the road. Which would have mm. that would have been the quickest death for that thing is taking it off the road. Hundred percent. I think I think revitalizing that and driving it to work for fun is going to be the thing that kind of kicks it back into gear for me. Um, but. I was like, fuck it, and then within a few weeks, I got a letter in the mail that was like, hey, if you do not re- re-register your vehicle, they are going to charge you, like, it was, like, fucking, like, 250 bucks or something absolutely stupid, so I'm like, okay, it's cheaper to register and pay, like, a year's worth of insurance on this thing than it is for them to just be, like, mad that it's sitting in the, my, the back of my house, like, fucking assholes, so,
0: gotta love it. Why don't you just drive it? What's the issue with it, other than the tires are flat? Easily no, the, fixed.
2: No, the the tires aren't even flat. I don't. That's why like
0: two people have made that statement, and it's like oh, because they have true. been flat at some point, and it hasn't moved. So I just one tire.
2: Flat. I don't know. One tire leaks, and then I just fill it up. Um, no, the the whole shackle leaf spring situation at the moment would be the limiting what? factor. But then it's not like if I'm gonna do leaf springs. What's wrong with the
0: leaf springs? The leaf. I literally driving my shackle shit with like half a leaf spring.
2: Yeah, but like that's the thing is like you no shackle, the
0: shackle was disconnected at the front, not the back.
2: Yeah, but you had to drive it. I don't have to drive (laughs) it. That's why I have not driven it. Um, But like, it's like again, it's I'm in that weird point where like if I'm doing one thing, it's going to take 62 steps to get to like where it's like worth even doing it.
0: So this this is actually interesting because, uh, and it's funny you bring that up because I have the same problem with like every single one of my projects. At some point, you have to just cave and do. Yeah. And do the work knowing you're going to have to go back in there again at some point because you want to do other things. But in reality, even though, yes, it would make sense to spend $10,000 and just have it all done at once, none of us or most normal people don't have, you know, the expendable funds to just dump all that money into something all at once or the time to do it all in one go, right? You can't just, I mean, for some you're vehicles, gonna, you can put them down for a while, but I don't know. Like, I don't
1: more? You're gonna spend more time and money trying to chase perfection. Just you know, get it up and running, test it out, and then do the fine tune from there.
2: No, because like I hear you, I I respect what you're saying, but I hate like I hate seeing trail scabs like people who clearly skipped corners to get on trail. Like again, do I have an excuse? It's been like there's, a year. There's and a half. balance. There is balance. a balance. You are right,
0: but if like you, if you you can have the same problem if you wait to do all the work at one time because. You'll set aside six months to work on something and then it will rapidly decline. And then you'll have two weeks left to do something before what your end date was. And then, and I'm not applying this to you, I'm just applying this in a oh, general fact. Wait a like,
1: wait a minute, this sounds like Gram. Waiting until oh, the, the last minute, then oh, no, no, like no. three all nighters <laughs> in a row, then driving 12 hours, wheeling all day. and How then many sleeping. times
0: have I been the trail scab? Yeah, there we go we're using me as the punching bag here Dana when 50, have i been the trail scab the Dana well, 50. Gra-
1: well graham you actually wheel i can't beat up cody cody because he only walks the trails he doesn't <laughs> bring this <us> rig <Rick. laughs> can't Whoa. be the scab it is the pot calling the kettle black
2: mr fm jeeping over there it is the pot calling the kettle black all right okay first I off but okay. Thank you. So I I will, I will go light and easy. Cause there's a very, you have a very clear and concise answer. So like, I cannot harp on you too much. And I respect, you know, the decisions you have made me on the other hand, I, you know, I ain't got, I got it. I have no excuse. There's, it's just at this point, it's just, I'm not putting money into my Jeep. Like that's literally the only answer to it. Money is going elsewhere other than the Jeep. And like, there's just slowly becoming no more excuse for it. If I want to continue <laughs> being in wheeling, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, like like okay so yes i could have put uh new shackles into it and just wrote it the way it is but then if i break a leaf then i'm gonna be hopefully not stuck on the side of the trail but like you know there is a chance that it flips the wrong way or something stupid so like the oh. rear the rear situation it's just like i need to do shackle boxes shackles and leaves which again is like what 640 something dollars it's really not bad at shackle all Shackle
0: boxes are nice but you don't need them no i Archie do doesn't have that's
2: it. he wheels yeah, but the difference is, is my He also doesn't have the has...
0: ideal shackle either. I'm not a huge fan of the shackles that he has, but they haven't folded on him, so that's still good. I mean, you don't have to well, have he
2: barely the perfect wheels. Part. He runs blues, and then he breaks every time he goes on a black. Sorry, RJ, but that's
0: the truth. Um, I like, mean, you, I, think... I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, you're almost in the same boat. You have a little more experience, no. but rig wise, other than you know the three link and the slightly better suspension, it's the same thing you're no, not experience
2: experience far surpasses his his like my jeep versus his jeep my experience in seat time overpasses. i don't know does night. experience expire i literally no 100 <laughs> No, i was literally wheeling his jeep for him at at when we were at um what's call it badlands last year i was literally telling him like like when his tires were going to start hitting the rocks just because i've been in a xj so many times and like minute tire inputs for him to be able to just walk up things so i assure you experience does not expire especially when i'm still out and about and like doing shit um but like regardless of vehicle thing i mean there's definitely there's like okay me he has uh he has 488s that's like that's like the only thing that would like give him more driver feel than anything because he doesn't have to give as much throttle input but like regardless of that fact um i don't know i just i don't know maybe i'm just bored with the cherokee and that's kind of where i'm at where i just don't want to keep putting money into it is it an excuse no because i'm still going to put money into it but kind of where i'm at currently with it uh regardless of that said regardless five times of that one sentence um, uh, <laughs> just letting you go just letting you go <laughs> it's fine it's fine no i mean it's just like who knows who knows and that's we'll why see. i struck a deal with graham no nah, i can't do it i i enjoy working on my shit too much for me to just
0: pawn it off do to somebody else like do you though do yeah. uh, i mean you're working on the axle? So i'll give you that uh, I mean, you have worked on the axle. I know you've got other things oh going on that are God. keeping you from doing that, and it's the holiday stuff, and I haven't been there in a week either. I'm itching to get back out there.
1: Yeah, but, but uh, isn't it, isn't the reason he's working on it so he has a place to sit when he goes to the <laughs> shop? <laughs> uh, partially. It's it's also just
0: right there. Uh, the tools may have been handed to him. Um, <laughs> what?
3: What? Uh, that is st-
0: Jesus Christ, that is the most untrue
2: statement I've heard, but it's fine. The only thing was I, I mean, was handing you to too Cody, expensive. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. Mr. I love, to, I love exciting to strip is, how ex- How, uh, first off, that is no, I that that is three times worse than an 04 plus, or pardon me, a 99 plus. Dude, that is
1: I, hey, way worse. You know, a couple shows ago, you're like, oh, that's not a big deal. I'm like, dude, you, that means you've never done one.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. Because dude, I was like, I forgot about the whole fucking casting thing. I forgot about how thick the actual metal is. Like so like again, visually I've you I know mean, I've seen this O five plus for how many fucking months now and it's perfectly years actually. It's probably about a year and a half since I purchased that axle. Um but like actually getting the fucking blade to the metal, mind blowing how much fucking worse that is than a ninety nine to oh four. That are you, is
1: are you talking about the driver's side um collar there? Uh between uh, the knuckle and uh the, the the housing or the we so
2: Weirdly enough that's more just annoying as in like the feel of like trying to get the blade in there correctly like the actual cutting process of that like even the shitty blades or the really expensive blade that i fucked within seconds um like it was still chomping through the casting pretty easily uh but like just the other side like i literally whatever his apex blades are they're like 40 fucking dollars he was like yeah try this one out i'm like all right fuck it whatever and i was just cutting normally no weird shit no nothing and i literally burnt that like i took I mean, an inch and a half of
0: teeth off of it because, for whatever reason, we it might have broken it in one spot. I'm sorry to cut in. I wanted to let you go. Uh, There's no having. Room, I, I know. I know. Having watched so many ways. <laughs> having watched you, because I think what happened is you it got burnt out on the the steel side, the 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 part where it's metal welded to the tube, not the casting side. Now, watching the lesser blade go through the casting as easy as it did, gives me hope. There, I'm. I don't want to do because I've got to cut Sean's up too. That's um, something I have to do this month. Um, I I haven't done one before. I've done a couple of fours and down, and never, you know. It's as we've all established, they're not that difficult to do. You just cut the housing yeah, an inch or so back, weird. and you can put the truss on, and it's it's that easy. And you cut the leaf perch off the other side. Whoop de do. Um, for this one, I'm thinking plasma cut deep on the. Um, the steel side just to get it out of the way, right? Plasma yeah. cutter's not going to, it's not really a, I mean, there are wear components, but it's not a wear item. You're not going to wear the plasma cutter out. Just crank it up, cut that off. You can grind whatever's left down. Now, the casting side kind of sucks. I don't know how much I have to look at it and, you know, just sort of see, but I have some confidence that with one, maybe two of those blades, you could cut through the majority of that casting that's in the way and then. Go from there now I haven't cut one up uh mine I had i I strategically purchased it with a truss on it already for not a lot of money, so it was a good deal. I spent maybe a hundred bucks uh, extra on top of you know what I would have bought the axle for. the truss kit itself the materials and time to weld it on and cut that off. it far outweighed the cost that I spent on that axle. It's like seven hundred bucks um and, and yeah, I'm I'm just you excited know? to try one because uh, I, I don't know. I'm a, uh Cody. I know you use sawzall blades at the time, but I've got like, I'm good with those blades that you ruined. You ruined my blade. And I was a little, I wasn't I, upset, but I was a little disappointed. I was I disappointed. You,
2: you cannot be disappointed. I instantly burnt that
0: one out and went on Amazon. You could not instantly it. burn those out. You know how you can cut up entire vehicles with one of those blades uh, so I I, just, I don't know what you did. Uh,
3: I think it's the T's were flowing
0: and just, the ignorance was as well. But it's,
2: it's fine. I'm not blaming you. can How am I? I'm just using A sawzak. It's just a blade that goes uh, g- 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 like back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. All
0: right. I'm sorry. Yeah, but there's strategy. It's like if you take an angle grinder disc and just jam it into the metal and wonder why it explodes. Like there's strategic like
2: that's completely different mister there's no it's not that goes forwards and backwards that's all it takes <laughs> that's it and you put it to the metal and it goes oh what chung 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 and then it goes through the metal and if it don't go through you take the blade off you put a new one on you keep on to chung chung chunging. in you know i think that's, that's how like it goes. welding.
0: you just turn the gas on pull the trigger no, no. Pray, right it's the same thing there's no food i've had it Everybody there's finesse with everything wrong. in this it's, uh... I ain't got no finesse with the welder. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Well, you will by the time that casting's done, because otherwise you're gonna be there for a while. <laughs> I don't know with the saws. I
2: got you. I can. I can. You know. I'm pretty good with that. Clearly not. But, um, <laughs> but the welder. Ah, oh, dude, I'm just so bad. There's. I'm
0: horrific at welding. It is. There's just no way around it. Not with that attitude you are. Yeah, yeah. but then you
2: look at, like, okay, I weld on something, and then I'm like, oh, cool. But then you see Marvell weld on something, and you're like, oh, that's welding. (laughs) So, like, why would I weld something when I could just go, hey, bud, what do you want to weld this up for me? And then we discuss something, and then it's done and over with. It's great.
1: But you like working on your own stuff.
2: Yeah, but I'm just a shit welder.
1: Okay,
2: you got yeah. it. Yeah.
1: But the thing about oh, it is, you can yeah. be a shit welder. But if you don't pick up a gun, you're always going to be a shit welder. Mm-hmm. I pick up guns. Oh wait, sorry, uh, I pick up welding guns. Sorry.
2: No, you I, also I pick I need up to...
1: giant pegging things. I don't man, I'm oh, banning one of those auto
2: peggers. He's, banned. He's banned. <laughs> Oh no! I was gonna make a joke when we were Fully talking automatic. about like the sock going in and out. <laughs> I was gonna make the joke, but I'm like, man, that's wild. I'm not going
1: into <laughs> that. <laughs> I was just letting you two run because that was hilarious.
2: Oh my gosh! I just, you know, I just need to watch Graham do, you know, do his really or doing shoot. Do we can do them together? You can just follow my my lead. We're just tag teaming. You just be like the little lemming
0: and follow me right off the cliff with a pile of burnt up sawzall blades. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. You can use the expensive one. I'll watch you use that one, then I'll go. oh,
2: that's how it's supposed to be done. And you do the exact same damn thing. Yeah,
0: you better golf clap when I have that
2: thing done. I want to myself. I'll buy you another one if you can do you it. You owe me another. I I already bought it. Did he wait did RJ yeah. not give it to
0: you? Did RJ not give it to you? I haven't seen RJ since he bought it, I don't think.
2: Oh dude, I was gonna say RJ literally has it. Like he has it
0: in hand. So yeah, I it, saw him buy it. I assumed yeah. that what it was.
2: Yeah, he uh so it's there, it's yours. Supposedly, um fucking Jace was telling me about another Milwaukee blade that's a little bit better and they were no cheaper, no were no like,
0: not milwaukee blades i won't touch a milwaukee oh blade. they trash. it's not it's it was trash it's,
3: it's a what diablo
0: the, or nothing so lennox. it is the diablo
3: so no, again no uh, no lennox? not
2: lennox? even lennox so I like the so I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? If I'm you think go, a Lennox
0: blade is good, you have not seen okay, the, I'm getting, the cream of I'm, the crop that is some of the Diablo blades.
2: Oh shit, oh, yeah,
1: dude, the Diablo let me down on mine. I was so okay. Off. Well, you I'm bought like, the ra- exactly Diablo. You suck. The wrong
0: one. They suck. You bought
1: nope. the wrong ones. Nope. nope.
2: I'm. I do not really know. And something did change. Right
0: there was a change about a year and a half or two years ago yeah. with their blades. You used to be able to go to Home Depot, not know what they were, and buy the right Diablo blade. But they made it a lot more difficult, and they must have added like an intermediate line for metal. And it's not as good. Those blades suck. Because I bought a 15 pack of them one time, and I cooked them on like nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I went back and searched, and I found the ones that I actually wanted, but they're not always in stock. They're in pretty low quantities. Like, you can't buy a pack of them like you used to be able to. You used to be able to get like five or 10 of these things in a pack. And then they stopped selling them like that. Now they're in a much smaller pack, and the shittier ones which i assume they're just cheaper easier to manufacture and most people don't know the difference but when you're dumb like us and you're cutting through you know a six six inch long two three inch thick chunk of cast steel uh you need the good one um so i don't know there's it's the hundred times life i forget what the what what, it's like it's not apex it's something else uh, it, are those places. are pretty decent blades, and they cut through shit fast. Uh, I'm gonna—I'm literally—I
2: texted my guy. He's gonna give me a ten pack of the fire and rescues, and you're gonna want one blade. I'll do that whole motherfucking axle one blade. I'll do yours too with the one blade because it'll be that easy. Okay, go for it. Yeah, tell him, fireman. The ones that—I don't know what happened with the ones that Marvel got. He must have got like I. So they Maybe are. Maybe he, he—he probably
0: doesn't know how to finesse a sawzall blade either. Let's oh be my honest. god!
2: You bastard! All right. <laughs> Anyways, the only so the only reason that I even know like why these are so good is from doing all the oil tanks. Like one uh, mil or pardon me, one Diablo because it's not a Milwaukee. It's pretty much the same thing, but it's fine. Um, They're not.
4: They're just both like, red with white lettering.
2: Yeah, it's, that's all I need for it to be the same thing. Um, <laughs> but um, like one, you could use three of the fucking Diablos on these oil tanks, and you wouldn't even get through one, but I could go through, like, six oil tanks with one Fire and Rescue Lennox.
0: So, well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, the other thing to consider, and I didn't realize this was going to turn into the Sawzall blade episode, but there's different blades are better at different types of metal. Usually, the really? stuff, thin-tooth stuff is really good on... And I might be no, I, I think this is right. It's it's good at uh, for thin metal. You want a thinner tooth with a tighter, like more peaky profile, right? Anything with carbide in it is gonna obviously be better. But you can have a carbide fat or skinny tooth uh, sawzall blade, and it's gonna suck wind on something thick. And then there's 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 like the wood sized thin ones, which can do good on sheet metal. Then there's like a mid grade one. That's just bigger tooth. It just looks like a bigger wood saw. But they do make them for metal. I don't know what the difference in the teeth is. And those are pretty good at like mid sized metal as long as you don't get them too hot. They cut through clean and they go quickly, but it can't be too thick and you can't get them too hot or it just cooks them and then you just, you know, it's not going to cut. And the bigger blades are really good for some of the thicker stuff, but they make a mess of thinner stuff and you end up heating them up too much and they do stupid shit on the thin metal, they just don't work right. I've seen that, too, where I've used the wrong blade on the wrong gauge of metal, and then you wonder why it doesn't work. And that's why I think, or at least in my opinion, why everybody's got all these varying opinions on sawzall blades that, you know, it should be cut and dry, whether the blade is good or bad. It's like, well, you can use them on different sizes, thicknesses of metal, and get a different result, depending on what you're doing and the circumstances of what you're cutting. So I've tried a handful... That Diablo blade has always been my go-to. That little six-inch carbide beefcake. It it does good, but I'm willing to try the fire rescue. I've never tried them. Their slogan,
2: don't... Like, they're, like, they literally have chopped airplanes in, like, full circumference.
0: Guess what? With airplanes are made of pretty thin-gauge metal. Yeah. Aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah, that. Easy. Aluminum? Soft.
2: I don't thought... know. Oh, fuck. Maybe you're right. All
4: right. <laughs> we'll, see.
2: we'll see we'll see well time will tell
0: i mean you can buy an aluminum dana 44 and cut it up i bet you the diablo blade could do that too
2: <laughs> With the axle just cut the casting
0: make. in half
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and make a right, nice dude. lamp <laughs> that'd be cool we could do that for the shop be sick or, i don't need a dana 44 a lamp why not because what do I need a lamp for? It's like if anything that goes in the living room, but
0: I don't want that in my living room either. I ain't lugging it up your stairs. Fuck that. <laughs> it's Fuck. only half a Dana Dana an Axle. It's not that heavy. And it's aluminum even lighter. Yeah, but it's for your house.
2: Like if well, I would put it in your room
0: then. I'll carry it up your stairs.
2: We can do that. I do need another one. Well we're
0: gonna have two halves. We'll have two lamps. We can solve
2: Son this problem. Bitch,
0: we are gonna have two lamps. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, um, okay.
0: That was yeah. uh, the longest, pretty extensive tangent I think we've been on in a while.
1: About software. And soft. I thought
0: Luke was the one who got us off track.
1: Yeah, you took that variable right out of the equation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what are we hit next? We talked a little bit about your Jeep and the cage and or the B pillar and door bar future of it. I know you mentioned uh, the yard sale that it had at Field and Forest, but we didn't really get into that.
1: That wasn't so much the yard about it. All right. Well, I don't remember I forgot when it happened. It was on a Rockaholics weekend. And of course it's always the like, hey, let's just hit let's hit Nelson's crawl. It's it's quick, it's fast, and like I guess uh, I was with Ben Anderson at the time. He's like, I, I had trouble on this on uh, Wheeling for Warriors, so let's go hit that one. Like, yeah, no problem. i have never done it. So we're like, we're we're bumping through and everything. We get to the last hill, the last hill climb, and then we go down and then it cuts off into um another trail. It's escaping at the minute. Escaping me at this minute, but like I'm going up. I saw Ben do it, and he just he gave it, he gave it the fucking beans. And I'm like, okay, all right. He's a little bit he's a little bit more uh He's a little bit more set up than I am. So I probably really got to get heavy into the throttle. Mm -hmm. So I, I got into it. I was halfway up the hill, feeling good, moving. I wasn't getting caught and I was bumping pretty good. And before I know all of a sudden it's like I land and the engine just starts cutting out. Like it would rev up, cut out, rev up, cut out. I'm like, Oh shit, what the hell happened? Well, and then it just died so i'm like oh shit did what happened to the battery terminal fall off like what Mm. happened Did the fuel like did i starve it for fuel i'll come to find out after like trying everything and burning out the battery trying to winch up the hill uh i ended up breaking up breaking the fuel pump off in the cell the fuel cell kind of like what luke does constantly
0: yeah the lukeism
1: yeah so that's weird it was it is weird um It makes
0: sense based on – we've had so many conversations about that particular failure that it makes sense, but, like, it's still annoying. You wouldn't think that would be a problem.
1: Yeah, and I'm shocked that no, not it's not more widely known, to be honest, because, I mean, there's a lot of guys that run that cell. Yep. And, like, up until, like, Luke started having issues, I hadn't really heard much about it. And then, like, now I hear more about it, and I think it's –
0: all those people having who do have problems and don't know what it was or you know think it was a fluke or whatever, and you know it's only when people start talking about it do they realize oh it's not a fluke it's happening to happening to a lot of people. Maybe they changed the cell design or something. I know people have complained about it before that do, the doesn't have baffles and stuff like that. Maybe it's like fuel sloshing and side loading the pump or something. I don't know.
1: Well, so the pump at full extension, at least the pump I had, which was a Bosch OE replacement was missing the bottom of the tank. Probably. I'm, and I'm guessing it wasn't, it wasn't contacting the tank. So it was, it was free floating. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you put enough side load on that. You get the, the the fluid sloshing around. It will remove itself from the, like the pump will remove itself from the housing. It'll still pump, but it just Mm -hmm. won't send it into the line. And that's exactly what happened. Huh? So I, I just, all I did was extend the line, extend the the, the sliders that, you know, and, and kind of put some tension on it. So it's pushing against the bottom of the tank. It's been fine ever since. But um,
4: the so rest the out, issue was that, that it was, was
2: too deep and then like the actual pump wasn't sitting on the bottom to support it.
1: Correct. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, the, like if you look at a lot what of, is all for, the,
0: it's a TJ pump that actually is like, it's designed for, I think, right? but even I think Luke tried that and it still broke it off.
1: I, I ordered a TJ pump and it was the same length as mine oh, when it so was some difference. So I, like I said, I just, I, I sent it back. My pump still worked. All I did was like, I, said, I took a piece of fuel line hose mm-hmm. and extended it two or three inches. And I, I, I messed with the sliders. I extended the sliders. So like now, like when I push, I have to, Pushed down pretty hard on the pump housing to get it to sit in the tank, and and now there's a like nice um nice preload mm. on it, and I, it's been fine ever since.
4: Mm. So yeah, you should
0: have told Luke that before he changed his whole system. Uh, I, or maybe I did, did it afterwards,
1: but, but we all know Luke. When Luke gets something in his head, he runs with it. That's true. And then true. He changes it three hours later. And then he changes <laughs> it again three hours later, and then three hours later after that.
0: Yeah, it's a whole. It's you never know what you're gonna get. It's always a new uh, a new adventure with him.
1: Luke
3: uh,
0: knows I love him.
1: That's like
0: <laughs> <him. laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. I've had my factory tank back there. It's never had any problems. It cost me a nothing to do. Well, it cost me the cost of ratchet straps. I think you can get them for like twenty dollars and some yeah. U bolts from Home Depot. Uh and a piece of wood that I found on the ground. Um and it, it just sits in there. I've smashed the shit out of the thing. I mean I've come down so hard it it knocked a rod bearing loose. Uh and rest in peace, original motor. Uh <laughs> but the fuel tank never had a problem. But well, yours is know. still in the factory spot, right? Nope. Nope. It's sitting in the back of the, the Oh, it is in the it's back. In the, it's in the cab now. I mean I've I had it underneath for a long-ass time, and I'd drag it across rocks. No skid plate or anything. Those are for babies. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not changing it unless I've got a lot of money to burn. It's, I don't feel like it's any less safe than
4: an aluminum cell that's prone to cracking. Uh, other not. than- That's why you should have a firewall. Huh? It's
2: not
0: any safer. That's why you should have a firewall. It's not any less safe.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's just the same thing. Yeah, either
0: way, you should have a firewall. So if, if most people are running around, and a lot of people are, with these built cells, and without a firewall, without any of this stuff, and, you know, or without... I mean, most of them have some cushioning in there, but, I mean, it's still a problem. You see it every once in a while. You see it all the time. I've seen, like, I feel like every time we go down to Kentucky or Tennessee, somebody's got a fuel cell that's leaking, uh yeah or at least no, maybe if not every it. time at least like every Good trip idea. somebody's got it got a problem with it and i mean it's it's not the end of the world until your rig burns down but i've never had any issues knock on wood with with like the evap uh Fumes in the cab, really? I mean, I don't have the greatest evap purge system in there. It's actually laughable, but it works. It doesn't smell like fumes in the thing, um, even only slightly after you like just fill it up. But that could be a million things. Especially now with all the glass out, I'm a lot less worried about that. Um,
1: oh, you finally pulled out the glass?
0: Uh, I mean, I've it's been missing a lot of it, and I just haven't put it back in because. I know I'm just gonna smash it out again. So I, you know, if I go through and spruce it all up all together, I don't even have a header panel mark. I don't have I don't have marker lights. We were talking about this last episode or something. I was like, oh, I could put it back on the road if I change the tires. Or no, it was the um, it was the uh, turn signal uh, yeah. auto um, return. That's why I didn't put my PRP wheel on because I didn't like that it didn't oh, give yeah. me any option to have that. And then <laughs> Cody rightly pointed out that I have no turn signals to signal with anyways, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just <laughs> but... cut
1: the damn doors off. Be done with <laughs> it. You're fighting uh, a losing battle.
2: I
4: know,
0: I, th- I know. I think
2: Cody's the only one that doesn't have any
0: removable doors. Oh, any three no, doors removable do with enough Torx bits. Just buy three, because you're going to break two of them at minimum. Oh, oh totally if you've never taken the doors off again, it doesn't matter what brand. Um, I lost my train of thought. Where were we? Oh, fuel cell. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not a, if I had a couple grand to do it, right. I'd change it, but I don't want to compromise.
1: And but that's, spend. that's one of those things. Like, so I'm at a point now too. It's just like, do I really want to spend, like, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm kind of mirroring what Cody says. It's like, do I really want to spend money on this thing? Like if it works, it works great. Yep. Like how much more how much more do I really want to put into this thing? Because I mean like I I'm not lying. I'm looking at another car, you know, just like what else is out there? What what else mm-hmm. can I play with? So yep. you know, how much more do you really want to go on something that you're eventually gonna have to trash and throw yep. away? Yep. Well
2: to a certain degree, because I feel like that's every vehicle. So like I can't agree a thousand percent and like people have harped on that enough with me too but also it's like with a like a let's say it's a a full buggy at least you you know the suspension would still hopefully cross over the axles will still cross over maybe the engine maybe all like the interior so like you're still saving time and effort and then all you have to do like but then again i guess a Cherokee's kind of the same thing like what do you do just put stiffeners on it in a cage like. You have to build a whole chassis. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, is it, uh, what's the term? Like one thing and one and the other, or some shit like that? I don't know. Maybe I'm clueless.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I get what you're saying there, um, where you can transfer things. I mean, it's, you can build axles knowing it's not the rig you're going to keep them in 10 years from now. And be confident that as long as they're working under the rig, you're going to initially put them under, and they're not breaking every trip. Which, I mean, if you're putting Super Duties under any rig and you do basic things to them, you're probably not going to blow them up with a stock motor uh, in any car, uh, unless it's like a, I don't know, I guess stock. In a stock configuration, you're going to be hard pressed to break something like that, unless it's really heavy. and yeah, you can transfer all that stuff over. I don't know. I used to be in that boat, but then the more I think about it, like the less, I feel like, I don't know. I, I would probably do things, I would, there's just different ways to mount stuff for different vehicles and I don't know how much it would actually transfer over. So at that point, is it is it even worth keeping them? So I, I, I don't know. It's, you can go both ways with that. And would it cost you that much more to build a set new if you're selling the old one? And then you get to learn from and this is me coming from like I just Ooh. I enjoy iterating on things, right? If you build an axle, like it's built, you know it works, it's proven, it's been under a rig for three years, and you part the rig out and you sell the axles as a set, and you can make some you wouldn't make money on it, but you would recoup some cash to do it again and build another set. Maybe you wanted to do Nine inches, like a retard or something. Um, uh, that's nine inches are fine in the right application. I don't
2: want to get yelled at here.
1: Um, oh, I'll fight. Just, that
0: fight.
2: Let's go. Nick, Nick is screaming after he just bought two
1: two nines. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know. I think nine, nine This is I, here
2: we go. I've
1: seen nine inches. Fuck, pretty good, man. Oh, um, I, they
0: can. I'm. They're uh, getting cheaper. They're getting more attainable. Uh, the customization options you have with a nine-inch makes them incredibly competitive. Uh, I still think the price of the housings themselves are a little over the top for what it is, um, especially considering most people have to weld more junk onto them anyways, trust-wise and other otherwise to right. make them do what you want to do. And if you're spending, what is it like eight thousand dollars on an axle? I don't know what the housings themselves cost by themselves, but like you would expect to not have to do anymore. And maybe I'm citing the wrong things for pricing and otherwise, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm still not sold on it. If they're going to give you a housing that you should be able to put under, that you're going to put under a buggy that's like prefab, ready to go, why the hell wouldn't they just beef it up to, you know, have the trusses on it that it needs to do the thing? I mean,
1: eh,
0: I don't know. I I think it's getting there. It's not quite.
1: Well, I mean, knowing what you know now, and what you are with the rig that you have now, what would you have done different with your axles?
4: Mm. Well, I wouldn't again, have put the well, fifty under it. Well, I was just about I would to have say gone straight to the Super Duty. I was um, just about to say yeah,
2: because like you have to take into consideration the fact that he's already been on one front axle, so like he's already learned and then done the changes. So yeah, he's probably I, but his, I have like, no regrets there. with
0: the fifty. Um, unlike some people who have immediately blown them up. I mean. I took that 50 out of, from Ducky, and I mean, I treated it like it was, for the most part, I treated it like it was going to be in the Jeep for a while. I didn't expect to have problems with it, because I was, you know, that axle was the one I was coming from a Dana 30, um, a decently built up Dana 30, but I had grenaded that Dana 30 like across the board. Everything was blown up in it all at once. So I knew I was going into this one, and I wanted to do, you know, I wanted it to be strong. I wanted it to be reliable, and I think for the most part, I and I didn't spend a ton of money on it. I put gears in it. I geared it myself. The gearing, uh, the initial gear set I put in that thing wasn't the failure point. The carrier split in half because of uh, the weld job that was done on it, and it owed nobody anything. It wasn't something that I had foreseen uh and it just was what it was but up until that point that axle had no problems other than breaking uh the outer stubs i never broke an inner the inners would bend but and twist a little bit but i never broke one it was always just the outer stuff the little stuff i mean we ran the the hubs on them and blew the hubs up but i'd you know say what you will about fuses and i don't like sitting on the side of the trail with a broken hub either but it's better than ruining your entire weekend because you broke an inner shaft that grenaded your uh, ring and pinion, ring and pinion, or your carrier and a bunch of other things. So, I think to get me from the point of, you know, owning a Cherokee on stock axles and 35s to, you know, the end of the two three years that that axle was in the Jeep, it did its job. I put. I learned a lot about how to build an axle. Uh, a bigger axle and put it under a rig, and I learned you know about all the Super Duty parts. I didn't have any idea what any how any of that stuff worked. I remember putting that thing like lugging that thing around in my parents' driveway, like dealing with all the massive ass shit on that, and it was just it was sort of a shock to me because I hadn't worked on anything that heavy duty or with with components that big and you know prior to that I hadn't done anything. Everything before that was just you know, light-duty SUV stuff, and now I'm introduced into, like, the, you know, half-ton, three-quarter-ton truck world, one-ton truck world. Seven-eighths-ton, I guess, is what we called that axle. So it was, uh, you know... I think it was a a great learning experience, uh, more than anything. And it wasn't that high of a barrier to entry. I got that axle for cheap. Um, At the end of the day, we all knew it was a stepping stone for that thing. and. It did its job. I I can't complain. Um, and then going into that O five plus, I mean, I knew exactly what I did and didn't like about the fifty. I knew drivability wise, I didn't like the track bar on the Dana fifty because of the way the springs were set up on it and all this other stuff. So I knew when I was putting that other one under and I was putting the coilovers on that the track bar was going to be a priority to make that just about as long, if not as long as the as the drag link. And I did a pretty good job. It's there's barely a difference, if any. Um, and and just yeah, the general work on it. I didn't put a truss on the 50 because I didn't want to spend the money. Never needed the truss. Um, I had upper link issues with the 30. So I never trusted just welding a link on you know, without any sort of bracing on it. In both the 50 and the 60, I've done, there's, there's work involved to tie it in in more places. It always makes me cringe when there's just nothing but a post in the uh for the upper link on the control arms because I've just you see them just butt welded on. You put that shit under load, and it's gonna tear right there because I've seen it happen. So <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I I just I don't trust it. I always have you as much surface area as you can, even if you don't have a truss. Just build it out, make it spread webs somewhere onto the axle, and and do things and. Surface area is the name of the game for that one. Um, so I don't know. Like like I said, it's just and just based on how much I'm talking right now. I mean, it's apparently like, even if I didn't learn all the right things, I learned a lot just from that axle by itself, and it put me into the position I am in now with my new axle, which I think out that came out pretty damn well. Um, and I still have things I'd change, like based from what I learned on the new axle with the coilovers, and there's things I would do differently, and I don't know. At the end of the day, I think the biggest thing I don't like about it is just how heavy it is. After dragging two of those things around in the shop, it's like, Jesus Christ, that's what's under the front of my rig? Like, they're heavy.
1: I was wondering how you're going to get that out of the truck.
0: Oh, just craned it out. (laughs) I've moved so many of those stupid things in and out of the back of that truck, it's like, it's not even a chore. It's just a a balancing
2: know, a, act more than anything.
0: Yeah, it's just a thing we have to do every once in a while.
1: In the middle of a rainstorm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could cheat at the shop. I just pulled the truck into the shop, and then we're not in the rain. So, right. well, it's not too bad. But, yeah, loading it, you know.
1: Loading
4: it sucked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you just... As long as the... Uh, we had the crane. Yeah, I had the crane. Even that stupid crane. I've taken that thing in and out of the back of the truck so many times, like... And I'm not a not a big guy. I, I mean, I can pick up a crane, but it's not like the easiest thing to do, but that crane is easy. i There's just I've done it so many times. It's not even a workout. It just goes in and out, and that's not because I've gotten stronger. I'm just gotten smarter about how I do it.
1: There you go. <laughs> We're smarter not harder.
0: Uh-huh. That's the name of the game For a twig like myself.. <laughs>
2: But I, I can definitely appreciate the, like, what you were just talking about. I think that does make a lot of sense. But would it, would it be worth the while to do it under a rig that I don't want to continue wheeling? You know what I mean? Like, let's say I throw those 05 those pluses under the Cherokee. Does it then, you know, boost the value of the Cherokee? Sure. Sure. Like, if I, you know, if I did it all correct and did it all right, then sure. But, like, if I want to build a buggy then the shit that I learned from the Cherokee, do you think it would cross over or some of it, I
4: guess?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: All right. Then, then maybe because like, as I mean, shit, you and Luke have been saying forever. It's like you have the Cherokee. So why not just like continue driving it and wheeling it, but also just like
0: you've watched Luke go through this crisis multiple times on this podcast.
2: Correct. And I and I can and I can see the enjoyment and the value of continuing to wheel the Cherokee. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I damn this I, is like the first time I've actually taken the time to really consider that. I don't know what just changed. Maybe maybe your speech was just so fucking inspirational, Grant, that it really just touched me in the right way. Um because this kind of makes a lot of fucking sense. God damn it.
5: I mean, we've deep. talked about
0: We've talked about this before. Everybody always harps on the uh, the the build stages for you know going through it, but it's a learning process. And anybody who's I don't want to say anybody, but uh, you have to be. It exposes you to all these different just mechanics and the technology that is okay. going into an off-road rig. And if you don't do that. You either don't have that knowledge or you've learned it from someone else or from experience working on other people's things. And, like, you know, there's no way to, you can't just watch a YouTube video and, like, know all that stuff. Like, you have to, you have to struggle with it. There's no, you don't learn unless you're, you're, you're working a problem in some way. And everybody's got their own little, like, ways that help them and the things go through. But if you're not, like, sitting there with some tension or, uh, issue that you have to work out on your own it doesn't stick like you're not going to you can't yeah. just watch a video on suspension geometry or look at a spreadsheet that somebody like, set oh, up with the with master. the links on it. and be like oh i know how this works like
3: yeah. <laughs> it's trial
0: and error like you're going to fuck up and you're going to have to figure it out and like i don't know I, you're very concerned about being a trail scab but it, like that's that's how you learn that's part of the tension like you that is a that is a negative thing that is happening to you so now you know better and it will make you you'll be much more open to learning about how to make that not happen again, right? Or how to do it differently so you can make whatever it is that is giving you you a problem not a problem. You're
2: you're speaking too much truth right now and it's starting to affect me, you
0: know? Good. That's what I like to hear. Hopefully other viewers who are also having or listeners, we don't have viewers
1: I was gonna say, like, I failed at trying to weld, learning how to weld, like three or four times. I went through three or four welders. I bought it, got oh no no no, no. sold on <laughs> like, just like you learn. I'm no wel- you.
2: welding, we're not gonna. No I, welding, no, no, I'm I, just I'm, bad. Like, there's no. I have tried. I have many many hours. I mean, okay. I again, yes. Let's say I have 10 hours into welding. That is absolutely not even close to the tip of the iceberg of what like it would actually take to become good at welding. I do hear no, you there. No, but you can do
0: the basics and you can but do non-structural things. That's 100%. how I started. Yeah. I'm no yeah. professional welder by any means and I still have a lot a lot of rough edges that I am not particularly happy with myself, but um I've welded enough non-structural things that I was comfortable with how the machine was working, and how things were doing that I tried and did structural things, and a lot of the stuff on my Jeep was from that era, and it's been tested, and it's been good. Does that mean I've had failures? Yes. Everybody's had failures with welds in areas that may have been somewhat critical. I mean, the that part of that Dana 30 exploding was the upper link bar uh, deleted itself from the, the actual truss because it wasn't there was no key it wasn't in there other than the flat surface weld that was on there if i had put more weld on it it wouldn't have mattered because it would have been fine but there just wasn't enough penetration in and that's like all learning and i you know since that's happened until
1: you actually do it that like yeah cody i put together my own cage i was scared shitless like god i am i welding this right am i putting Mm -hmm. it in the right spot like That's part of the learning process. You know, it's, it's, Mm. you're going to make those mistakes and then you can try to be perfect all day long. You're just going to spin your wheels and you're not going to get very far. Like, you know, like definitely listen to what other people are telling you. Like, I mean, I learned a lot from Luke and Graham. I mean, there was plenty, there was times when I was doing my, my swap where I'm like, yep, I'm done. Like I, I'm, I, I don't feel confident. I don't feel confident. And I, I like would hit a roadblock. And it's just uh, trying something like, all right, this is this is crazy. Let me just try this, like my track bar setup. I went through three or four iterations. I sent Luke a couple pictures. He's like, yeah, no, try again. And <laughs> like, it 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 happens. Like it's you're. I don't know, man. You don't don't try to chase perfection.
2: No, not necessarily a chase yeah. of perfection. That's for sure. Like I, I, I hear you, but I also believe in if you're gonna do something, you might as well do it right. So like, or as, as as right as you physically can. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna go and chase perfection for the right answer, but I don't know. I don't know. I definitely hearing what you guys are saying for sure. I, for sure. I,
1: I mean, like, I mean, if if there's anything, look from three years ago, I was kind of, I was. Probably closer to you than what I am now. I'm not. That's not trying to put. it That's not a dig. You no, I mean I was mean, on thirty threes was... and thirty fives, yeah. like fairly stock. I had, a, I think, a long, long arm. And now I'm like one tons. Like the confidence level in what it brings out and what you can do and drive. I mean, like, dude, I'm a shit driver. The rig does most of the work. Like, if I actually got good seat time, I'd probably be much yeah. better. But, Your you know? rig is very much a cheating rig yes it is well it has to compensate for my shit driving but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's you it's
0: always one or the other uh i don't know my i don't
1: i was gonna say my, richard my was, yeah
0: yeah my rig's a piece of shit when you actually like look at it but i don't know i just keep it together and and it, it does things it doesn't i wish it could do more sometimes but i'm happy with what it does and it always surprises me it's if I had a four-link, I think a lot of things would be better for it. But uh, I don't know. Front works, it drags me up everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got, but yeah, you. You yeah, got the parts. You got parts. Slap them on, and let's a, go. A wheel. good driver
0: can make any shitty rig do something. Do well, good things.
1: Hold on though. Now, now
2: it's like okay. Yeah, I have the parts for my Dana 30. Now, yeah, now but a we're good in driver
0: like... can't fix uh, parts that you've outgrown.
2: But that's what I'm trying to say is it's like, okay, now do I just put the parts in the 30 or do I just, you know, I have the tons and I just set the tons up for the Cherokee and put those in before the start of the next year.
1: Just saying like. Build, build the old five and then if you want to bring it with you on your next rig, do it. If you want to sell it on your other rig, then, hey, you already know how to build an old five. You're already one step ahead.
2: Yep. No, but you're missing what I'm saying is do I finish putting the parts onto the 30 and all that now, or do I just keep it the way it is, build the 05 5 slap it under it, fix the rest of the other bullshit, and then just drive it on the tons and kind of go the same route that Luke and Graham did, which was having it on a set of tons and then doing the cage like
3: mm-hmm.
2: closely afterwards, I would say. Both of you guys were like two months after putting. Actually, yeah. no, you were longer, Graham. You were like almost a year, right, being on the the 50 and the 10.5? I, w- I
0: think I wheeled a whole season without the cage,
2: yeah.
3: Because right. at
0: that point I was I I mean I wasn't worried about putting it on its side I, I had never been a very aggressive off-roader and uh, I I mean it I think I waited the obviously you know sooner you have a cage the better but I I feel like I learned the amount of time I had between having the cage on it and not having the cage on it I learned like to the limit of where I think. I was comfortable with it um on the tons, right? Had I put the cage on right after, yeah, it would have been good, but I wouldn't have really needed it. I wasn't putting it in positions that I was worried about because I was still in the mindset of Dana 30 things break a lot. Um and I can't do that. But then you put slightly bigger tires on it, even if the ground clearance isn't quite there, you know your options just open up. It's hard to describe, but I mean even just jumping from like 37 to the 40 and you know, the 35 to the 37 previously. It's like just the way you can approach lines is different because you have a completely different tire uh, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: size. It's just, it fits in holes differently. It goes over rocks differently and you end up in a completely different spot than you would be on a 35, which can be a positive and a negative, right? Because it's, you know, different lines don't necessarily mean you're going to make it up, but, uh, you know, just it's all... Just learning the handling. Every single thing you do, whether it's put axes under it, put more a ton more weight on the thing, it's always gonna it's gonna have a big effect on how it drives and how it handles and all sorts of stuff. And I I did all the pieces like one step at a time. Like it wasn't uh, you know, do the tons in the cage and like finish it up perfectly. So I did the tons. Thing drove hella different. That was expected because it's completely different axles and a completely different steering setup and all sorts of other things. And it was good. It drove better, just different. And then I put the cage on it like a year later, and I'm so used to driving this thing without the cage with, you know, with all the weight on the bottom and no real extra work on the top. And it's like, oh, now I have the cage, and it handles differently again, more than I expected. So it's just all those little pieces, and, uh, you know, if you did it all at once, you'd just be like, oh, I put the cage and the tons on, and now it drives like it's got tons under it, but in reality, you changed it more than that. You did. You're not factoring in all the pieces because you didn't do it one step at a time, which you don't have to do. But like, I don't know. There's there's benefits to spacing your stuff out.
2: Gosh dang you guys! Fuck you! Like by the way, people listening, this was not planned. This revolutionary moment of me actually considering this was not fucking planned, and I'm a little annoyed that it happened because fuck both of you. That's that's you know that's how you're I. You're welcome. God damn it, motherfuckers! Jesus Christ! Who would have thought that the Cherokee fuckers would actually convince me to maybe keep the Cherokee? Who would have fucking thought? The mental pegging
1: has succeeded.
2: God damn it! <laughs> <sighs> fucking fuck!
1: <laughs>
2: fuckers! Absolute fuckers!
1: God. Oh, did I ruin the moment?
2: No, well, it's all right. It's like the worst part is too is like knowing how much money I've saved up, knowing how much money I'm probably gonna get after the fucking uh, payback for not payback back pay there we go Jeez, dyslexia is hard like definitely would have the money to complete them too before the start of next year god fucking damn it i hate both of you
1: <laughs> Bastard. hurry up are you aren't you in, aren't you in line for a tattoo coming up here pretty soon or <laughs> well, that'll be
0: free
2: yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. I've already decided he's not doing the tattoo. I will get it done by somebody. I will not. I'm not going to take. You're the not going to and... get a
0: stick and poke in the middle of the no, woods. Because,
2: dude, I do not need. Where's to the fun? A graft. I do not need a skin graft from my ass because my skin gets infected. Oh, I'll
0: bring some he... Neosporin.
2: Oh, my God. The, and he already said he doesn't want to do it. I asked Alexis, who is probably the only person that I'd probably trust out of us
0: five. Idiots. Hey, will you do Cody's tattoo in Tennessee? She said maybe. No, she says no.
2: Oh, then I'm not. I'm definitely not doing it. Then if she the tattoo, You'll be shine on it. You'll be fine. Oh my! god. yeah, no, it's getting done by somebody. <laughs> the shine will not... fix it
0: right up. That thing that'll kill any germs
1: <laughs> and everything else too. <laughs> <laughs> ever Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah,
0: take some of Luke's apple pie moonshine. No, pour it on when you're done. Citrus,
2: citrus, and cinnamon. It'll stick too. Oh, so you know no. it'll oh.
0: it'll uh, it'll put a nice little natural band aid on it. The dirt is it. just, it's extra protection. God damn it. Dirt and dust after the fact. No,
2: I'm on. getting it done. I'm kidding. I'm going to go to a tattoo parlor and get it done. I'm not, I'm not having some backcountry apple oh, pie. Yeah, I see a little
0: fairy going to a parlor. You're going to go get a, get a parlor job.
1: Okay, yeah. patrons. That's 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 our first gig is you get to watch uh, the video of t- um Cody getting a tattoo. <laughs> my
0: first tattoo is like pass
2: out or something stupid. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually, that'd be good content. <laughs> we should do that. That'd be great. But it'll be it'll be in Tennessee, so they'll probably let me drink while I get a tattoo. It'd be great.
1: Oh okay. uh, god, you-
0: can you not drink when you're in a no, you can't be drunk at all. At least
2: I know you'll for you'll,
1: you'll bleed time. you'll bleed through. It's- oh
0: yeah, that yeah, well, makes sense. What if I yeah. take like four baby aspirin? They wouldn't know. The things no, you're brought out too. Well, are you everywhere? gonna tattoo too? No, <laughs> <laughs> you should, but he, he group did. tattoo.
1: I, I yeah. would. I just can't
0: justify the cost. It could be a emoji. I, I don't know. And it's just a not box. my thing. Shit box. I I think they're cool, but I think they cost too much money, and I'd rather spend that on uh things that actually give me enjoyment.
4: Not that that wouldn't, but not as much as like a new part. I don't know. So yeah. what's
1: next? They're forever,
4: I don't know. So, what is... so new. So talk about new parts. What's next,
0: Graham? Next on my Jeep, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think at this point I'm sort of in a maintain mindset. I got to do a couple things to fix it up, but I'm happy with it as it sits right now. I got to do. Uh, I mean, I just did a bunch of work on the Dodge. Uh, I just drove the J20 up to Springfield, uh, so I have that. To tinker with now as well, and it that needs a little bit of love. I think my end goal for that is to put the 14 bolt that I already have sitting on a shelf under the back of that and put a. I gotta probably, I have an 04, but I'll probably sell it for what I bought it for, which is like a hundred bucks, um, like cleaned, ready to go, uh, just sitting. I'll sell that, and I'll buy an 05, because they're cheap enough, and I just don't want to have to do it multiple times uh, or deal with uh, the wrong parts. Does the J20 need an 05? No. But I'd rather all the parts be consistent between all my rigs. If they're all going to have super duty axles, they better all have the same fucking one. Um, I think that'd be fun. I think more pressing than axles is the, the manual. I've been sitting on a lot of parts for the J20 for years and i've just never really had the opportunity to work on it just cuz of time constraints and trying to get the jeep ready or doing other things like just i i couldn't fit the j20 into my timeline for what i wanted to get done but now i think i do have that time and it's in front of me and i have a space and the means to do it i think that's where i need to go next i just want to make i want to make that something i can get in and drive not have to be like oh, i got to drive it three hours on the highway. It's going to be a shitty ride. Because it isn't the greatest driving vehicle in the world. I mean, you you go over, like, I think driving a stock Cherokee that you just did a bunch of suspension work on, right? And you go over bridge knuckles and bumps, and you're like, oh, am I going to get death wobble? Well, you don't get that in the J20, but you get, oh, I'm going over this bump. Am I going to, like, jump a foot in the air on the highway going 60? Like, the suspension is just bad. It's really bad. But I'd like to make it a little more comfortable so it's not like riding a brick. Um, and just make it a little cooler and, and just have it be a fun truck to drive around and, and goof off with, because that's kind of what I bought it for. And I just haven't really had the time to give it the love that it needs. and. Oh, Yeah, it is a really cool truck, which is why I'm mad that I haven't had time to work on it, because it's just, it's a fun truck. It's its nothing, it's not pretty, but it's cool. And I've never had some, like, of all the vehicles I own, that's the one people talk, or, you know, people will come up to you at a gas pump and be like, oh, what is that? I had one of those Chevy trucks or C10. Like They don't, they don't even get it right half the time, and that's half the fun, because it's like, people are coming up to you because it's cool, and they don't even know what it is, and they're talking to you about something else that they had that, reminded, that this truck reminded them of, and it's just, it's the most fun vehicle I own as a car person, because that's the one that generates conversation. Right. So.
5: so, if it's the most fun vehicle you own because it generates conversation, why don't you just, like, make time? Uh, well, you jumped in late here, but
0: uh,
1: you. Oh, snuck <laughs> yeah, in.
0: You, you jumped in late, but uh, I was just saying, you know, my priorities for the past three years that I've owned the thing, or two years—I don't know when I bought it. But I think twenty twenty-one, so two years. Um, has been the Jeep and the truck, and just making sure all those things are good because I don't want to focus on something that isn't going to help me further my you know, hobbies and off-roading and all that stuff. I, the, the J20 is great, and it's a cool truck, and it generates conversation at gas tanks or gas stations, but that's not what gives me... I don't get as much enjoyment out of that as I do from going on a, on a crazy wheeling trip with you fucks and, uh, you know, just exploring and getting better at driving and building stuff. Like, it just hasn't been the catalyst for all that stuff. And I don't think it will be, but I think I finally have, and like I was just saying, the the means and the time to fit it in, so I can have my cake and eat it too, right? I can still have that thing. I can work on it and make it good. Now that the Jeep isn't blowing up in some ungodly reason for for some stupid reason every trip, like it's pretty consistent. Like I know where the weak points are in it. I've fixed a lot of them. Uh, like next year, this time we might be in a different spot with the Jeep. But I'm gonna take my moment of uh, just calmness with the Jeep, where it's not really giving me problems. It's been good for like,
2: you, Luke's here. Two years.
1: Yeah. I well, welcome to
0: the party. You're not paying attention. I was um, in the bathroom. And,
1: and, and sorry. Poop <laughs> time.
2: Didn't yeah. 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 know. Didn't know I had to. Permission to use a bathroom? No. <laughs> um, um, I'm
5: really sorry that the other guy that I was helping cover for showed up on time when he said he was going to be late. So I'll, uh, I'll apologize more later. But either way, yeah. a long
0: long-winded answer that I just everybody who's listening has already heard me say it is is just that I I have I have the time for it. So and the parts for it, I just need to do it. So I'm gonna it would, do
1: it. So that's gonna actually, be my focus. Actually, Luke missed one of the biggest revelations, and that's Cody's not, gonna oh. build his mm-hmm.
2: O5. First off, no. Yes. Well, either oh. way, the o getting built. Oh no, yeah. he's pedaling oh, back.
1: Like, oh, god. oh my god, you motherfuckers, y'all just
2: assuming for me, Jesus.
0: God, is that a
2: break? We're oh, you
0: you're gonna work on your Jeep. And what is what are we supposed oh. to think that means? You're not gonna build the O5? The
2: 05 is getting built, but who knows if it's going to be under the Cherokee or not. It's going under the Cherokee. Stop fucking off and just
0: get back to work. Let's go. No, no, no. Don't scare him. Don't scare him. He's like a stray cat. You got to hold the food out, but you can't spook him. He's, he's walking towards us he's walking towards us no sudden movements
1: no I'm gone I'm already gone again
0: give <laughs> me in a few months we'll, we'll consider
2: it then oh God.
1: We'll, we'll listen back to this he'll cut out that whole like speech he went on mhm mhm it'll be gone yeah, that's a
2: good point actually let me write that down
1: well
5: <laughs> if we're not interfering too bad with the flow of conversation here I have come to the realization that even okay. working We've already covered this. I've been wheeling oh, okay. a Cherokee for too many fucking years at this point. It uh, should be like, it's almost tattooed on my forehead. Um, oh. Now, but I've come to the realization that I am, in fact, broke. And uh, all of the plans that I had going on for next year are just not happening, other than the wheeling itself. So, like, expect my shipbox to be back on the trail with, you know, full hydro, and that's probably going to be the only actual upgrade that's going to get done. I mean, we because can't really
2: blame you. It's the same thing. You that, say like, that Graham like it's not a
5: significant
0: about. upgrade.
2: Yeah, and also, if that's it's not, hurt, don't fix
0: it. Like, that makes sense.
5: Well, it's it's one of those things where, like, it was supposed to be the nose was already supposed to be off. I wasn't supposed to be... Waiting to figure out what we're going to do as far as New Year's goes, and like, okay, cool, maybe this fuel pump will uh, slap itself in, and uh, we'll take the thing up to AOP again. Nah, it was supposed to be like this whole big rebuild, and I just can't do it.
1: Just not the
3: time. I mean, I don't. I don't. Go. Sorry.
1: No. no just... You go. I was gonna say, Luke. Like, I think Graham kind of even touched on it too, and I'm kind of falling into that thing. It's like, get it to the point where you like it's maintainable, and then just wheel the shit out of it, and just like stuff's gonna break, sure, but like, you know, do you really need to upgrade outside of probably the hydro? And can you do everything you pretty much want?
5: I mean, that's that's the biggest, you know, end all be all problem that I run into. There is, can I do what I want? absolutely me doing what i want is not the problem as far as the rig goes um it was just a major letdown cuz like i had a bunch of very quality projects lined up like taking the nose off and doing all of that stuff and you know the realization that the time and the money is just not there is is what it is right like so I do agree the full Hydro is going to be a massive upgrade and all that. But we were just talking last episode about wanting to do an 05 plus And, um, freaking Logan texts me and he's like, yo, March is like two months away. Uh, I don't know how we're going to be doing on that goal. And I'm like, I fucking feel that, dude. It sounds like he's getting the tattoo. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm going over there and spending all New Year's weekend with him working on it. Um,
2: We're getting drunk at Graham's
5: it. house. <laughs> I mean, getting drunk at Graham's house sounds like a good time as well, but that's a little bit of a drive to catch a buzz. I think that's a perfect excuse. Is that uh, it's, it's a great excuse and all, but like, I'm lazy. We just, we literally just covered this. No, you said you were broke, not lazy. I'm you broke and lazy. Fair enough. Um, yeah, you know. So, like, I'd rather focus on being wheeling next year. I don't, I don't really care that much else. I need bead locks, but I'll, I'll hit that fucking bridge when I get there next year. I've got steelies that work. Measure that I can if you can slap it
0: if you want it to last. Those wheels to last you a little longer because we know that they're gonna be now now i have a set of rock rings that i'm never going to use and i'm not going to be able to sell if you want them i will donate them to you but you have to have a 17 inch rim like outside to outside has to be 17 for the like to the lip
5: oh so they won't work with the super duties because the super duties are like 17.5. they might work with yours now Yeah, but those rims have already burned that bridge where the Steelies are, like, old reliable, and Jed's tire doesn't care if I go in there and swap the tires myself at this point. So, you know, whatever.
2: Who's Jed? Um, Some crazy old
5: dude. But uh, he doesn't care if I swap tires there because I drop him a $20 bill on the way out the door, and it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to do anything. Oh,
2: yeah. Dude, shout out to Jet. He sounds like a cool dude. It's Chet. Um, yeah. J, J-, J- E D.
3: Oh, I
0: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A-J-J-B.
2: Fucked, Graham. <laughs> uh, I <don't>
0: know. Sometimes <laughs>
5: you lose them, sometimes you win them. I lost that one.
3: <laughs> but I
5: think I'm going to try and get the door bars done, too. And I might take the windshield out of it because let's be real here. That windshield does need to go.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you're at a point where it's like, I know you're, 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 means to doing all this work is sort of dependent on weather and availability, and uh, there's a lot of factors involved with whether you get to do work, and I know how that goes, because in the shop setting, it was sort of the same way in Beverly. Um So you have to pick your battles, right? Yep. And and just, just small, incremental things are going to be what keeps you mm-hmm. wheeling and Motivated to work on it, I think.
5: And then, I'm not saying that I got shafted with this fucking Comanche, but this Comanche is rapidly downbound spiraling into a problem. Oh god, why? Alright, cool. Clutch slave cylinders leaking. Whatever, I'm gonna have to just replace the line. Nope, fucking transmission's gotta come out because it's eeping out, out. Out past the edge of the fitting, but from the body of the slave cylinder. So the slave body itself is junk. Good
0: old internal slave. Yep.
5: So, like, alright, cool, that's gotta come off. Uh, I've got a little bit of extra tube, and it doesn't have a rear bumper, and it looks horrible from the back with no rear bumper, so I'm gonna whip up a rear bumper for it at this point, because I'm already this, like... I'm gonna have to drop the transmission out, and while the transmission's out, because I can't leave well enough alone, I'm gonna fix the transfer case linkage and all of that jazz to get it driving like actually nice again.
0: So you have you have like your own J twenty. It's like me with the J twenty, except yeah. it's forcing you to do work because you're trying to sell it. <laughs> you have your own project project truck that's not a really doesn't project fit anywhere in the schedule.
5: <laughs> no, and it's like. I want you to just go away, not keep becoming a problem in my life, yet all you seem to want to do is just, like, become more of a problem. And then I'm going to get Stockholm-syndromed into loving my little truck. And then, (laughs) while I'm Stockholm-syndromed into loving my little shitbox truck, um, I'm going to realize the fact that, like, let's be honest here, by the time that I get rid of all the rough country garbage that's under it, if I do keep it, drop it down to, like, a nice... Factory style lift, you know, a two inch lift, keep that ride quality okay. Wow, this thing gets eighteen miles to the gallon. My shitbox truck daily. gets twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm dailying a manual shitbox Comanche that I didn't want, and now I'm Stockholm syndromeed into. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it didn't.
0: Like, how much did it cost you? It was like uh, three huh. grand. Three. Yeah, like, that's not that bad. I mean, you tuck down on this poor thing. You give it a rear bumper and a slave cylinder,
5: you got a daily right there. Dude, you're not wrong. I just don't have anywhere to store it. That's the other thing is, this was supposed to be a quick flip, and now it's like, okay, cool. It can live at Logan's for a little while, but, like, it can't live there forever because I just don't work like that, so then once that's gone, I'm gonna have to figure out a spot to store that, and, you know, why can't I just live in your backyard? Uh Because we have a new property management firm that has asked me about my trailer twice. And I have showed them the registration and been like, I own it. And then they're like, your lease says no trailers. And I'm like, my lease didn't used to say no trailers when I moved here. So that's, that's why my Jeep and everything is currently hiding at Logan's. Is the trailer at your? That's brutal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's
4: commonplace like now.
0: Read. They just they just changed your lease agreement. No, well, no, they sold the house. Oh, so you had to sign a new lease, and you signed it. And did trailers?
5: I did sign it, but like it was you one didn't. of them situations where rent goes up by almost double if we move out, or we stay here and. I'm yeah. sure that after the new owner has forgotten about the place, it'll just kind of, you know, disappear. Cause she's like a some fucking businesswoman who just buys properties for income. And I'm once like, it's whatever. not the
0: new darling in her, uh, book. Yeah. yeah, you can bring the trailer back.
5: Yeah, so, like, I'm gonna give it another three, four weeks, but we've got people coming in and out, and, like, the property management firm people have been here, because because the old owners, and when I say old owners, I mean, like, I have zero clue how far back this goes, but the little detail here is the Pepsi bottle logo was entirely blue, um... cut a pepsi bottle and splice that into the shower drain (laughs) as part of a uh, means of correcting a leaking shower drain and i have no clue how long it's been like that but like the letters were blocky on the bottle um so it tore the floor up when the bottle finally, like, broke because, you know, like, how long this bottle's been getting mutilated with two hose clamps and a section of PVC through it to hold its shape. Um, Like, this was some seriously messed up shit, and, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, the floor in the bathroom's all destroyed, so the property management company has had to come back multiple times and look at it, get quotes take pictures for the owner, it's just been, you know, one of those, like, this is all stupid, and I've been getting mandated left and right. Oh, bye, Richie. I guess I replaced Richie, so, um... Yeah, uh, does that excuse me from having to wheel for the next year? No. Oh, okay, fuck.
4: You don't ask for the excuse, you just do it, and let people yell at you. No. Wrong.
3: <laughs> in
5: In this situation, I'm going to have to agree with Graham because, you know I uh I don't really have much of a choice.
4: Mm.
2: Um, pain in my butt, you guys are pain in my butt. Just- I, I'm
5: sorry. I thought it was going to be kind of cool if I popped on when I wasn't expected. I, I won't do it next time, I apologize.
2: You should apologize. This episode <laughs> was
5: cool until you came in and started talking about your about your
0: trailer and, and Comanche property management. Oh, the Comanche is fun. I know you Jeep. don't like it, but
1: man, I'd, I, love to, I'd love to build a Comanche. Link it, Bob the Bed. This thing's Bobbed already, anything. too. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh shit.
5: Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and I love it, but it's terrible. It would be the best Comanche ever to build a one-ton rig on. Because, like, the cab's kind of not perfect and the bed's kind of, like, not perfect. So you're not, like, cutting up the sacrificial That's the best part. That's what land. I love about
0: the J20 is it's, like, work truck through and through. And I don't... I'm so torn because I like the dump bed so much, but part of me wants to get rid of it and just, like, just not. But also it's cool. I like. I mean, I have the plow. I I refuse to get rid of the plow because I have a vision for it. I want to put it in the tons. Oh, I want to. I want to keep that shitty plow and keep the dump bed and just make it like a big old Tonka truck. And it has a plow. You know, not that I'd really use it, but just put it on in the winter and, you know plow some snowbanks uh no it's
2: honestly you could probably talk to the landlord and be like yo will you give me you know during the winter months give me a little cut like a little bump on rent or whatever if i plow the fucking plow the parking lot you might get nah, away they it they usually don't want like, a bad like, idea
0: yeah i don't know it's it's the that plow needs some work and with the tons it will <laughs> definitely need to be widened because it's only seven feet wide but um
2: Sometimes they sell wings, so depending on how old the plow is, you can get like little like and it's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh boy. It's, it's like
0: you could probably weld some curved uh um like just chunks of plate to the edges if you curved it, right? And like people if you ever watched a video of somebody build a plow, like you probably just add that to it and it would look right at home. It's like it's just that old of a plow. Oh Jesus. It's probably 80s, 70s, or 80s or early 90s.
4: Hey, if it it's, works, it's, it's got works, a
0: period correct plow, or mostly no. period correct. <laughs> it's it's rough, but I love it. Like it's just got a little chain holding it up, uh, a little janky hydraulic electric pump that sometimes doesn't work because you can't bleed the air out of it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a ton of fun, and it looks so cool with the plow on it.
3: It, and it'd look even yeah.
0: sick, even more sick with the with forties on it. The plow properly mounted, because even with its current height, like the plow never sat right on it, because the person who put it on didn't. It wasn't set up
5: right. It wasn't meant for what it was doing. Like it just. It, Are I'd you never surprised, it. given where it came from? No, not at all. Not at all, Luke. Also, uh, it, also, I met his southern version. By the way. That was a fun fucking story <laughs> there. I'll have to get into that after this. Yeah, I don't know. I mean
0: it's it's a old work truck. I don't know how the hell it's survived, I'm going to be honest. Like with how it's been treated in past lives and all the stuff that's like attached to it, the thing should be a pile of rust. Like it shouldn't exist. But it does, and it doesn't care what you think, and it's yellow and <laughs> still driving. Uh, the battery cables it? were held together. This is me and Jacob. Jacob's favorite part of the whole truck was that the wiring was was held together with a shoelace. There was a shoelace <laughs> holding wires that were twisted or something together. Uh, that is how it was being held together. Like it was just. Oh it, yeah! It came from rock bottom. And uh, nothing I do to it will be worse than what has been done to it in the past. So it's it's like a, every day I own it is like a spa day for the thing, even if I do nothing with it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It's just a fun like truck that owes me nothing, owes nobody anything,
4: and continues to exist. And I want to just do fun things with it and have that be the end of it. I still Continue think you cool. do
0: enjoy the meme. Yeah, till it rots into the ground, and then you know we'll take the axles and put them on something else. I Hopefully still think the coolest thing
2: but... was the day that you went to uh, was at Fiddlehead with it. It was cool, just bumping it across the sand. That was sick.
0: What do you mean? I mean, I I know that uh, those trips were so fun. I think the the main allure of those Saco trips was the uh, was driving the J trucks down there, but uh, or up there. <laughs> But, I don't know, yeah, just... It's a goofy beach cruiser, that's for sure. And the frame flexes so much because all the way to the bed is on the back of the frame. So if you get it, like, bound up somewhere, the whole thing, like, flaps in the middle. It's really bad. <laughs> that,
3: that
4: sounds crazy. terrible. It is. So,
0: I'm very worried that it's going to rip in half, but I'll fix that.
5: So, uh, I met the, uh, the southern version of your truck's owner or old owner um through the comanche this guy's like hey man you willing to drop the comanche off and i think i talked about it a little bit when that happened yep but uh he started messaging me and like i wasn't replying it was questions about jeep stuff like hey do you think dodge you know dodge axles this that the other thing like just the typical, like, spew of stupid, mm-hmm. right? You know, can I put a Dodge 44 under the front of the Jeep? It's going to be a ma- or under the front of a Jeep. I'm trying to sell it, and I think it would be a major upgrade. And I'm like, whatever. So I stopped paying attention to him. So he goes to my Marketplace profile and leaves me a one-star um, one review and tries to report the fucking ad because I quit talking to him. Jesus, what the hell? That's normal.
2: One-star reviews are normal. Uh, Mine, I've had, I've had a one-star buyer rating since like 2015. It's just
0: normal. I wouldn't want to buy anything from you. You're horrible to buy. You're horrible to deal with.
2: Oh, I am because it back that was back in the early Cherokee days when we'd buy them for three hundred fifty bucks and then flip them and make a ton of money selling parts off of them. So like, I literally would just be messaging people who had ads up there for two grand and be like, "Yo, three fifty, I'll come right now," or like five hundred, I got cash right now. And then people would just be like, "Yo, fuck this, dude," and then would just report my shit and then <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. But sometimes they'd hit. You'd get that one dude who just wanted some cash, and you're just like, damn, sweet. I got, you know, four and a half inch lift, sell for 400 bucks. Got, yeah, they're just feeding your,
0: your addiction. Sports than. Oh,
2: dude, it was terrible. If I had a space, I would have had so many shit bucks jerseys sitting <laughs> around. Oh, man, we would have never needed a fucking CPS sensor ever again. would have had a plethora. <laughs> so bad.
0: Hey, the factory ones are the ones that last the longest. Buy a whole other. You chart, ain't $200 wrong. $200 and get a new CPS.
5: I'm putting a new CPS in my Cherokee every year now. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And a you hate it.
5: I have my
0: original cam posi- the other CPS uh, cam position sensor. I can't put it in my motor because I the the bolts are the heads are gone. They're rotted to nothing. But I'm keeping it because at some point I'm gonna break the the other new one that's in there, and I'm gonna be pissed. And I'm going to grind the heads off that stupid thing and I'm going to take that entire assembly with the holy grail CPS that won't die and I'm going to stick it in those motors and it's going to have no problems. But uh, until then
4: we have to deal with uh, the shitty new ones that O'Reilly sells.
5: Not going to lie, that sounds terrible. Speaking
2: of O'Reilly's, did you answer RJ on the fucking power steering
0: brand. I told Is him to, out? I told him don't, I wouldn't bother until
4: he's doing, um, the hydro. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't put the pump in. I wouldn't waste the effort. Well, that's kind of what
2: I was thinking too, but he asked me about it and he was like, Hey, well, he brand asked he me too. Like?
0: And I, I, yeah, I tried I to know. point him away <laughs> from it because Well, yes, that's an upgrade. The only reason he's thinking that is because that's what Buckley and Marvell have done, and they had other reasons for swapping their pump. I don't think RJ needs to do it. While the 4.7 pump is an upgrade, it's like you're putting a pump that wasn't designed for that steering system without any... You know, it doesn't have (laughs) hydro, it doesn't have any, like, the pieces. Yes, it'll steer faster, like, technically it's better, but is it worth changing your pump that's perfectly good for a a new O'Reilly's pump that might not be good. I mean, I ran my hydro on my original pump and had no issues for a long time. Eventually it, the crap out, but
5: like
3: my brother in Christ,
5: I have a junkyard special that I threw in the tool bag off of a fucking 90 ZJ that's held in with two bolts. What more do you need? I wonder
2: if that's why they went to the, the junkyard today. Or if, if when they went, if they were even considering that.
3: Mm.
0: I mean, because if he no, finds one off a junkyard one and buys it for, like, 30 awesome. bucks, like, go yeah. for it. Hell um, yeah. But, I don't know. I I don't think if he's buying a new off-the-shelf one that it's it's worth him doing. I mean, if you've gone through two factory pumps, and, I mean, I've got another factory Cherokee one in the, on my bench, I think I could probably put in mine. And, it, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, that might be what i do. Uh... Like, you don't, you just don't need to. Like, it's, it's back to, um, you know, picking your battles here and doing the stuff that, you know, don't fix something that's not broken, right? Yes, mm-hmm. maybe that's an upgrade, but, you know, it's not, is it going to benefit you? Is the benefit going to outweigh the cost? And in that case, I don't think it is. He just wants to do it because that's what everybody else around us has done. Um, but it's not necessarily going to make him. a difference.
2: They do call him Little Bow Wow, like Mike. Yeah, you know, that is one of his nicknames. <laughs> I
0: thought that was, uh,
2: oh yeah, I guess that wasn't Buckley. That was him. Yeah, it's but, about uh, RJ copying Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then again, like they're also like I can't blame them. Like as much as like we tease him about it, we're doing the same thing. Or me, Marvel originally, we're doing the same thing with you, Colin and Luke. Like you, you hear your friends are doing X Y Z for X Y Z. Yeah, reason, and that's fine. And like, and yeah, no, if I know. I'm just asks.
0: For my advice as to whether he should do that or not, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say the same thing I'm saying now: is it's it. I don't think it's worth it, right? Yeah. You can do it. I'm not gonna tell you not to. Like, if you want to go and put the time and put the effort into doing something that's gonna make a marginal difference, like
4: hey, go I'm for happy it. Fuck but it. Yeah. If, you,
0: if you don't have the, you know, if you if you're trying to save money for like other things, which you know, I, he's talked about a lot of other things that he'd potentially want to do that thing. And he was. Talking about how he was only going to have money to do one thing or the other, it's like, okay, well, then do money the is a constraint. Then. I'm not going to gonna persuade you to do something that isn't going to make a major benefit to you if like your funds are limited, but like most of us are like it's just mm-hmm. not i wouldn't I wouldn't spend the the effort on that front. I think for him, biggest thing is a three link. Everything else on that yeah. chip is is in a really Solid. good spot.
2: I agree um, completely. And that's kind of what I like three link and a hydro setup on that. And I think he would just really start to
0: enjoy the, uh, honestly, I the don't vehicle. even, I was, he mentioned like doing the hydro as well. And I was like, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll help you, but you don't, if you're going to do, and obviously this is further down the line for him, but like, if your vision is to put other axes in the thing, like why? Yeah,
2: that's exactly where I am Why too, focus yeah. on the
0: hydro until you, have the axles that you that are deserving of the hydro like why
3: would you you're gonna go spend
2: 300 dollars on a, a hydro setup more than that actually you're gonna spend more than 300 dollars on a hydro setup for the Cherokee when you could spend 600 and get a like a solid solid hydro setup for the uh for like a one-ton
0: setup it yeah just like it's just picking your battles right if you know and I ran I never once felt like I needed hydro on my Dana 30 when I was learning how to wheel with the three link and whatnot. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, what it might be about. I definitely helped, do. I 100% like, need one. I don't know. But
2: I also think my pump's blown up. Like, I think that I think definitely
0: I, makes a big difference. Uh, yeah. I felt like my steering wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing on my Jeep when we were at AOP recently. And uh, it was Uh-oh. because the pump died. Um, it was very bad by the end. And yeah, so just, you know, in, in your case, I would just swap the pump, see if that makes a difference. That's cheap enough.
5: Um, yeah, I
2: mean... I already have the pump, by the way. I, like, yeah, I there you go, it. so swap it in. <laughs> I Yeah, I could.
5: That would be my takeaway from that as well. And, like, I'm looking at when I do end up putting the hydro in, you better believe it's going to be running off of a stock fucking Cherokee pump. Uh, I had
0: no problems. The I I do... The only thing that I'll say that the WJ pump is better about is the return feeds right into the pump, so you don't have any cavitation... But in a stock system without Hydro, you're never going to cavitate that. You're not going to be cavitating it to the extent that it's going to cause issues as long as there's fluid in there. With Hydro, you're taxing it a little more. It benefits it to have it flow right into the pump versus sitting in the reservoir or getting filled from the top. Um, Realistically, does it make a difference? I don't think so. Maybe. Probably not. Honestly, you're probably just cavitating the fluid that's going into the pump that's already cavitated. So maybe it's a vicious cycle. So, I mean, it could go either way. We'd have to talk to Eric about that one. Um, So I don't know. Like, I just... There are benefits. It's a slightly stronger pump. Does he need it? No. Does he need Hydra right now? I would say no. You could argue that. Uh, I've seen plenty of rigs that, you know, are plenty capable on the Dana 30 that, you know, their issue was at Field & Forest, they couldn't turn. Like, be on a rock, they tried to turn, and they couldn't turn. And it's like... Well, if you could just turn your wheel and not have to shimmy your Jeep around, then, you know, you wouldn't have this problem. Now, on the flip side, you can also not be a dumbass, and I'm not calling out anybody that I know personally, so I don't know the full details on this, but if you can shimmy your Jeep, right, and, like, kind of feather the pedal, and you get a little bit of gas and brake, and or clutch, or whatever you have in your Jeep, um, e-brake, all, those, all four of them, get them all going, uh, you could probably wiggle it and, get the power steering to move even though it's not happy and stay in the same spot for the most part. But mm,
2: yes, and it's no. harder. It's harder No, because you could fall off something if you're if you're dealing with like five inches on a rock and like forward momentum while being able to turn would be the difference then like yeah, I mean like that's, that's what I'm saying. If cool. you can
0: like rock just gently
2: like yeah, it's stuff like with me. I, was I know that's long. what I'm saying is it's not yeah. always
0: possible, but in some cases you can do it and you can make it work and uh i mean i even with my hydro assist i do it all the time like and maybe that's because my pump was dying but um well i know what killed it it was field and forest running it with no fluid because i needed to get out of that obstacle oh, uh that sure killed it, it that. was still yeah. good after that but it didn't last the next trip so i yeah. forgot about
4: that scenario with, yeah you yeah. might have overheated yeah. like
0: a... um oh god i don't um, remember. I could pull up a map really quick. And it's uh, there's a big ass boulder, and you go around it to if you're coming down the hill from the easy side. It's to the you go around the rock on the left, and there's a pinball. drop. A pinball, pinball. Yep. A pinball. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 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 Going right past that, I got bound up going up, and then my hydro like chafed. One of the lines had been rubbing against the steering um, yep. shaft, and it just it popped, dropped all the fluid. And, uh, you know, it wasn't going to fix it right there. So dragged full it up.
1: Hydro, full hydro.
0: <laughs> I would have been even in, in an even worse yeah, position yeah, with full hydro. Although, fortunately, it was the low-pressure side, so all we had to do was cut the line a little shorter, plug it back in, and then take some bailing wire and kind of keep it from touching the steering. Yeah. I
1: was going to say, so, I let... Um... I let RJ drive my Jeep down my bell and he's like, man, the steering wheel turns really easy. I'm just like, yeah, it's full hydro. It's- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, think, I think that's his first time ever driving a full hydro rig. I think probably I was gonna say, I don't think he's ever like, but yeah, he hasn't been down a dude. I forget how new a friend he is with us with wheeling. Like sometimes I forget that he hasn't come to Roush with us. He hasn't been on like long trips with us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy to think about like that. Last year was his first time at Badlands
5: it's fucking wild. I find it funny, like, because I've never met the kid. There was just this random dude that pops up in my inbox, and is like, "Scalinator" or some silly fucking username that I really haven't been paying any attention to, and then, like, I start seeing uh, the same Jeep showing up in the backyard built chat, and then, like, all <laughs> of a sudden, he's starting to talk to me, and I'm like, oh, hey, hi. Cool. That's what Her he did with now. me.
0: Before I even moved out to Springfield, he was talking to me. And I was like, who is this dude? Like, I didn't, I didn't make the connection. And then I moved out and I was like, you're the one who's been talking to me on Instagram. <laughs> well, that's that's actually how he met
2: uh, Buckley. I don't know if you knew that he like just randomly messaged him off. I don't know if my voice just did a weird thing. Sorry, my discord. You're good. Yeah like he just randomly messaged him on uh Instagram it was just like hey dude been seeing your jeep around like blah blah blah, blah. I just like started having conversation and now he's been you know chilling with us super often like it's pretty cool
0: yeah i mean he's very motivated with all the all the uproading and the jeep things uh you oh, yeah. know he's he's like the ideal if Cody was the ideal uh person RJ would be like 3 times that so uh, a good oh dude. my
2: First off, the dude's bills are like just my truck payment, so I don't even want to hear it. All
0: right, God damn! I'm I know, sorry. I know. I'm just saying
2: Jesus. he's he's
0: very hey, passionate hey. and very motivated, and 100 yeah. awesome. He,
2: he was me when we first met, a thousand percent, like without a doubt. But he just he I don't think he's as like he doesn't make plans to go wheeling as often as we
0: were. Like that was also in your prime. No, well, I mean, prime he's younger and he prime, doesn't so have. Like, he doesn't yeah. have a group of people to go out with, which is why he's friends with us now. And now he's mm-hmm. going out more. So, and yeah, no, I wasn't you know, talking
2: shit on that. I was just, oh, yeah, I, I know. I'm dead. just saying,
0: like, it's just the reality of it. I mean, I didn't wheel until I stumbled into Backyard Built, and I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't, if Jacob hadn't made me go and pick up his tires for his shitty black Jeep. Like, it just, you know, shit falls into place. And
5: Ain't I would it have been funny on how 30 that shit works out. I
0: probably would have been on 35s with a four inch short arm lift and. Uh, I would have been none the wiser. Tough roading. I just thought the jeeps were cool. Uh, had I not fallen <laughs> and I in straight, shade it, Sean saw Colin's shitbox box and be like, "Whoa, you can like build these in your backyard. Like it's not like and it was sort of. I feel like Mark. It was sort of the same thing with you, where you see one and it just sort of like <laughs> something clicks and you're like, "Oh, this is attainable. I, like these idiots have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can't just, like, get over that it's...
5: day. That day was too funny. But it oh, was, definitely. I had
0: the same epiphany when I saw Colin's Jeep. I was like nerding out over the thing. Cause, and I, you know, I don't know. Colin was sort of like a, like a godly figure at the time to me. I was like, holy shit, that thing is cool. Look what he's doing with it. He's like, I want to do that. And it just, <laughs> you know, it spirals out of control from there. And here we are.
1: But it's like generational. Yeah. Like RJ and yep. RJ's kind of like the next generation. Like I was kind of after you guys. And RJ's after me.
4: Yeah, you.
0: Yeah. Sometimes just seeing like what one person can do, and, and just like knowing that they had resources, so you have an in somewhere to talk with them, which then spirals into you meeting more people with, with the similar thing. It's just, it's like the the best way to get into it. I feel like is to just to meet someone in person who has something that
4: you know Russes or Jimmys and. Uh, you know, just talk. Yeah. Been like quite Cody, the episode.
1: I was going to say so, Cody has Cody has such a good, uh, has such a good friend base with so many fabricators. you, you think good friends.
0: You think the kid would have like a like a wide open designs buggy or something by Babe. this point?
1: Oh my,
2: I'm only like a year and a half younger than you, Mister. Yeah,
5: you're a kid. God We're all kids. kids, anyways. You are a kid. Uh, back to the whole rj thing because i don't want to fucking leave that alone and making fun of cody for his baby face ain't gonna get us anywhere i'm actually excited to meet him and wheel with him and i'm hoping he can make it out to the web wheelers ball and uh i'm really Web-livers? sorry probably aop mm, i don't know i don't know if you'd be able uh, to try to i'm gonna be real with you uh I don't want him going to AOP because I don't want to feel bad for not babysitting him. So who's to
2: say that my Jeep's gonna be on tons if it goes down there?
5: I, but didn't I also want people like that. No, that's I... that's a fair point too though. Like I don't need as
2: much assistance going down a black. That's a fair point. Well
5: I don't so, even I mean, like that. I mean like he's what, he's nineteen or something like that. You let he that
1: he doesn't get phased very easily
5: no not phased he uh, um, it's
1: fine
2: it's fine he's he would be he would be fine he would be mark, fine. mark my boy
5: <laughs> you <laughs> you have a idea as to what hardcore wheeling is you don't have a clue as to what hardcore <laughs> night wheeling is yeah
1: uh, i'd be <laughs> sleeping it's okay
2: you hey. should have came to West Virginia, now, dude. Why is my is? Did I just robot again? No, you no. didn't robot.
0: No, you're, my, my Discord doing freaking weird out for no reason.
2: Well, you know, I'm there's the ghosts. voice connected thing. It's literally turning red and going one dot. So I'm nervous that it's like actually like robot. I'm sorry. Um, I, I like you should have came down to West Virginia. That could have been like the best last hurrah trip for you, and then just stay local. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so it was much fun. fun. It was probably the most honestly the most fun I've ever been without my rig being there. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah now just imagine cody if you went on all the fun trips you'd be able to say that every time because that's what i do yeah all right i'll give you my boss's number tell him to pay me more
2: and then like i will be to every single one i got you i'll be okay. there we'll wheel, wheel,
1: wheel which brung man just throw the freaking thing on the trailer and bring it to wherever it doesn't matter go. about the rig it matters about the the money <laughs> yeah one of those little play school little tykes cars and just
0: Wheel it around in the parking lot, and then oh, ride I with somebody just, else. There you go. That counts use as a my rig.
2: Credit card, and then it'd be fine. But I don't want to use my credit card. It is true. My uh, limit is too had. high, and I'm scared to start, you know, touching it because I think the instant I start touching my credit card is the minute that I fuck myself financially, and I don't want to do that. So I'm trying. Yo, to I not fucking
5: to do that. feel you, dude. Yeah. On the limit, <laughs> shit. Fucking, that got me into a lot of fucking trouble last year without fucking realizing it, and I'm still dealing with it now. They bumped my credit limit on a $500 card to fucking have another number in front of it, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, you don't think that much about it, so you're just like, fuck it, I'll swipe it, pay half the balance now, get it paid down, fucking throw some extra on there, and holy shit does that stuff creep up on you.
2: No, I could I could spend half of my yearly amount on my credit card, and I do not like. And, and I hear you because that like I do not want to get ahead of myself. I like I know that will literally be the end of me. So I I hear you a thousand percent. And if I just start swiping that some of a bitch, that swipe it ain't gonna stop because I'm an idiot. And then to be like, ooh, this feels cool. I can just buy Jeep parts by swipe, 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 and then I'm fucked.
0: So I will I say know. fuel because you get the two percent usually one percent three percent whatever it is depending on your card Uh, yeah yeah, you just you put your fuel on that um and you know for me i mean i have some saved but i mean for the dodge shit like when that thing was all a million pieces that was credit card that's all credit card because i couldn't have expected that and you pay that down yeah Yeah. um (laughs) Or I mean, the other thing, I've got a couple other ones. Like I use it if I'm buying stuff for somebody else's rig that I'm working on. I just put that on the credit card. It's all in one place. It's out of my bank account. Like, yeah, it's not in the same place. And then, you know, that's money. I assuming they pay me in a reasonable amount of time. I'm not I'm not paying interest on that. And it's it's just, you know, free points i guess right if you do it right so i like that idea. there's Does ways that to be sense? responsible no, about I like it. That. i'm not yeah. saying i'm responsible with it all the time but <laughs> most of the time that's that's in ideal Grembo land that's that's how you use a credit card
5: so, okay totally agreed um the only thing that I'm just going to throw back. We're turning is into like, a finance bro podcast really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. I, think, uh,
2: I mean, I think again, like for somebody younger who's in my position, I think this is a really good conversation that has to, like, finances and wheeling is a big part of it. So, like, I don't. Don't
0: think- use your credit card to buy your one ton parts, stay
1: fluid well like yeah. i
2: literally like i like i'm gen- like genuine when remember when that quote-unquote lamborghini rig was up for sale that guy from rhode island like i literally went out and was like hey like how much can i get a per- for a personal loan granted the interest rate is fucking stupid on personal loan so i wasn't gonna do it anyways yeah. but i got approved yeah. up to twenty five thousand, which yeah. i was like oh shit and like g- Colin literally word for word was the reason i did not get it, did not do it I would have already yep. had a fucking crazy ass rig, crazy, crazy. Yeah, because he he made a lot of like, you know, like he made sense to me in the sense of like, why put yourself into debt on a depreciating asset that you are only going to continue to ruin more and more and more. Like, yeah, you'll add parts, yeah, but like it's not going to like just miraculously grow $10,000 out of it. Like, okay, you want to put yourself in debt for a house that's going to like, you know, obtain value over time. Sure. But a boat, absolutely fucking not. You know, like a truck. Yeah. Something that you're going to use day in, day out. Absolutely. And like it, like he literally just resonated enough with me that I was like, do not fucking do this to yourself. And it's like, okay, yeah, cool. $180 a month. I know it'd been more than that. It'd been like 400 something bucks a month. But like could I have done that? Absolutely. But sh- was it a smart decision for me to? No. Would I be probably having more fun right now? Probably. But I'd be just literally just wasting money that I'm, you know, working every day to make for something that's not going to benefit
0: me financially. It's about the smiles per dollar, not the 100%. interest per dollar.
1: So, <laughs> yeah. so are you saying, Cody, it's probably worthwhile to build something you might already have? and paid Hell yeah. For it?
3: <clears throat>
0: yes. Um, <laughs>
1: Ta-da! So,
3: man,
5: the stray cat. Like, he's coming back. He's coming back. No, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> not going. Hey, the only thing I will tell you is that, from my perspective, if you are going to do a rig with your location, I would do everything in the manner that you can easily cut it up and do the cage because let's be real here when you want to go and actually build that shit you're better off just removing sheet metal and going down the Curtis path almost from the get go I agree, um, 100% after having had the open air freedom that I now have in that rig um, I'm having an internal debate about how I want to modify my door bars now Um, I originally wanted to put on like competition level high sides but that rig's never going to be a fucking race car if I'm being honest and then on top of it never actually going ending up as a race car being able to like just kind of in the harnesses get that like feeling like you get when you stick your head out the window is so fucking nice
0: yeah until a rock hits you in the face I would know, mine's like driving a tank you can't really see out mm. of it you're just guessing i love the
1: open it air, the open air is nice i'm not gonna lie the, just yeah, being yeah. able to see all around it's
2: yeah until you're in mike fucking uh mikey's yj and he's go- trying to go up something stupid and then you have a log trying to fucking physically i mean you're gonna, gonna have you that hope.
5: same shit with a. Buggy, you'll have that though. on those bigger jobs yeah that that just comes with the territory unfortunately yeah, that I just like,
2: thought that was hilarious. He was just driving through it and I'm like, Mike, and he's like, What? And this thing was just sliding. Like, if it hadn't have hit the A pillar, it would have speared me in the chest, and I was just ready to accept. I was ready to <laughs> accept it that this was my moment and it was cool because it was in Mikey's YJ. <laughs> so, like, I was okay with it. It's just like, here we go. You know what? Some people are you know, mm-hmm. at that point, it's no longer my problem, you know, it's their
4: problem, and it's fine.
5: Yeah, <laughs> um, I I can't fault that at all, <laughs> but uh,
2: but yes, sadly the stray cat seems to be, uh, you know, I'll I'll eat out of your hand right now, Graham. That's where I'm at. If that puts it in perspective, mm, sadly, okay. fucking. Well, you're actually sitting
0: at the shop. Bring your sawzall blades.
2: Because, like, That's how expensive good. is it really for me to do a fucking truss and in- gears in the locker? Like, it's not that bad at all. Uh, but not, it's cheaper
5: well, than well. buying a whole new fucking rig. That's for damn <laughs> sure. Yeah yeah and then when you huh. go to do the cage take a page out of uh, our uh, friend here FM Jeepin's book and just cut the B no. pillar right out
2: i want to do well if i do an internal yeah like i i uh, don't i really don't want it i might even take a fucking page out of Nick's book like i'd really no, don't yeah, want yeah. i don't want to do a uh, i don't want to do a hybrid I, that's
5: still like even I'm talking about I'm when you that time comes.
2: The cat's walking away again.
5: I'll, I will say this: when that time starts to arrive, and you are at the point where you are looking at it, right? You know, the cost of tube is the cost of tube. So, like, if you want to go down the path of dove nosing and chopping, it not as bad bit, as it
0: used to be either.
5: No, way. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. fucking chop it up and. That's what I mean. If that means that the roof comes off and it's just a floor pan with a fucking body side control harness to make the other stuff work, that is what it is, right? Like, who cares? Make it what you want. It's not like, it's just sheet metal. And like, if you're building a buggy out of it anyway, does it really matter that much?
2: No, but then what if I fall into the the Graham hands of like, oh, I like this thing when when it was you know driving on the street. Like, oh, what if I fall into
4: that and then I'll be sad. I
1: don't miss mine. I was the same yeah. way. I was like, I want to drive it. You know, drive it around. To... It I still around.
4: drive mine around town.
1: Well, you're. you're I could crazy. drive mine around town. I just gotta fill the tires. I could, but I'd have to change my pants every twenty feet. Oh, um, huh. Why would you have to do that? You can, you can
0: probably get the PRP diaper edition or something. They make all sorts of shit now. Um, cool If you cool it down as it comes out, it'll be like an ice block. It's not going to
5: oh. stain your pants.
1: Gross. <laughs>
5: uh, yeah, now, you might end up having that regret, Cody, but I also can't remember a point in time where you were super happy about driving it on the street. Every time that we were working on it and you were talking about it, you were talking about how amped you were to go and run the next Black Trail with us and how you were like the, you know, dog following along. So, like, that's my little introspective on it. And if you're going to do all of the work, a set of used Reds is a cheap set of 40s comparatively to buying a nice new set of DOTs. Run them on some fucking hand-me-down bead locks. Don't be like me and be stubborn. And chop the body up. It's just a fucking Cherokee. It doesn't matter. None of this is real, and there are no actual rules.
1: And it doesn't owe you anything, man.
5: Yeah, dude. Like you've you had payment nothing... on
1: it, right?
2: I definitely don't have a payment on that thing. <laughs> and, and, it
1: owes, and it owes you nothing.
2: I always I bought it for five hundred fucking bucks, so let's be honest. Like, I hold
1: on, hold on a second. We went through all this for five hundred dollar Cherokee. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, with a hundred thousand miles, and it had no rot the day I bought it. um No, no rust, no no rot, no rust, no dents, no nothing. Interior was perfect. I have done garbage. every piece of shit thing to that. Like the reason that it's where it's at right now is because of me. So it's kind of cool.
1: So what are we talking about, dude? Slap the axles under it and let's just go. We're done.
5: Dude, There we go. Can we like Case get closed. Mark to Cody's fill in reeling. more? This has been great. It's like having <laughs> another person on uh, as a host, but at the same time, it's like a guest too. It's fucking. Nuts. We'll ask.
2: We'll ask next week's guest on what they think I should do. I think you know their opinion may may differ
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy this has been a wacky episode i wasn't sure where this one was gonna go i mean i figured we'd talk about mark stuff and all the other stuff i didn't expect it to go into like uh the i guess the like the philosophies behind like building cheap rigs versus buying expensive rigs and Sawzall blades of all things. And oh, dude, I forgot about card the payments. And... Wow, the sawzall yeah.
1: com- conversation. Oh, Lord. Also, yeah, that was Lord. a while
5: ago. Just keep in mind, it was a $300 shitbox that was leading the charge up my bell that day. Yeah. Uh, that, was that was the so worst funny. fucking thing that could have showed up.
1: I can tell you real quick about my last my bell trip. Oh, pr- fill me in. Uh, I caught it on fire, and I one-shotted everything except for the easiest easiest <laughs> obstacle on there.
5: Please tell me that the steps fucked you up. The steps fucked me up. How the fuck is a rig on 42 traps getting fucked up by the steps? Well, it is Wait, 40.
2: You're on 40-inch sticky traps? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. How
1: so, the fuck oh, oh, did so, you manage so, that? Well, let me tell you how the day started so RJ was riding with me we're, we go up the gatekeeper. I can't remember. I think I was, I think I, yeah, I was the only one who went up to gatekeeper that day. And, um, I started going up and all of a sudden, like we weren't going anywhere. I was halfway up it. And I'm like, why aren't we going anywhere? And so I, turns out like we were in two wheel drive. My, <laughs> it, it popped out of four low into two wheel drive somehow. And um Weird. it was the weirdest thing. Like it wasn't fully engaged. The rear wheels were spinning, but the front wasn't. That's what happened. That's and, goofy. And like I'm like, I'm not going back down. I'm mad at it. We 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 ended up making up after a nice little smoke show. We made it up in basically two wheel drive. <laughs> that kind of set the tone for the rest of the day. And then um, you know, we popped up, went up all through the other stuff, got past the pond, went up the little rock garden, whatever. That was pretty easy. And uh Got to loading dock, and uh, and Ryan was up there with us. He was like, "Hey, hey, hold on! I want to. I'll, I'll film you. Let me just park real quick." And he 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 went on the the, the bypass there, right by me. And he just kept going. I'm like, I thought I was going to stop. I'm like, "All right, RJ, you ready to go?" He's like, "Yeah, let's go." And I just one shot it. And like Ryan's just before he couldn't even get out of his rig in time. And we were already up there. He's like, "Dude, I thought you were going to film. I was going to film you." I was like, "Sorry, I thought you were driving away." So I just popped right up and then we drove about five more feet after the loading dock. And then all of a sudden, like you see smoke coming out from under my hood. I'm like, Oh shit. RJ's like fire. I'm like, and then like Matt, <laughs> <or> Ryan's <laughs> like fire. I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? Grab my fire extinguisher. I look under the hood, like through the, my nice new cutout where the uh, coilovers are. What color was cut. the smoke? What?
2: What color was the smoke?
1: It was like black. I think.
2: Oh, yeah, that's fire. Usually, that's what I would. I would probably. Okay, if it was white, then I wouldn't have said fire. If it was black, then I start. I would probably have quick said fire, too, to be fair. Well,
1: Ryan, Ryan was like on the side of me at one point, and he could see clean into my engine bay because my inner fender wells are kind of gone now. (laughs) And you could see the flames. And like my dumbass, when I was mocking up the coilovers, I was using cardboard to do some brackets. Well, somehow, some way some cardboard fell on top of my header and like it like right between all the um the the, the tubes inside like like yeah. perfectly you couldn't reach this thing
4: mm-hmm. caught on
1: fire and just went up <laughs> so it like right after loading dock i'm in i i, I basically yeah um, uh, emptied my fire extinguisher and i'm like oh great hopefully this thing doesn't catch back like on fire again when i tried you know fishing the cardboard out, I just couldn't reach it because the, the header was too hot and it was just in a very odd odd spot.
3: Oh. oh okay,
5: so we've got a silly well, that's little... That's better than
0: other uh, uh, fire, right? At least that's just a flammable thing that's...
1: Right, I thought something yeah. way worse was happening. I'm yeah, like, oh, power shit. steering yeah. or Yeah, nasty. I'm like, is this thing going up? Am I going to be you know... <laughs> am I going to be calling the fire, co- fire, uh, fire department to come put this damn thing out? Dude, that
5: fucking shit scares me. I bought some of those five uh, 17 or 13 uh, quick pull mounts, and I'm looking at where I want to mount them now. I'm thinking I might just run one of them on the fucking double A pillar at the driver's, like, foot. So if something goes up, it's, like, right fucking there.
1: I... I have mine on my harness bar between the seats. So I either, or like myself or whoever's in the passenger seat can reach it. And it goes pretty quick and it is a quick pull. My so only
5: fun. issue that I have with that is with the way my rig's set up. I'm sorry, Cody. I just realized that like me coming on here, probably dragged this to like two and a half hours. Um, yes. The only <laughs> reason that, uh, I don't want to put it there, is the seats in my rig. If you are trying to get all the way back, you have to be unharnessed already. I want to be able to grab it in the harnesses.
1: Gotcha. No, that makes sense.
5: Mine's
0: under my driver's seat. It doesn't have a mount, but uh, it just kind of flops around there. It's not. I Actually, you know, it had to move, but usually it lives there. Um, you open the door, you can get to it and
4: Yeah, I've also got that
0: other one on the driver's side, um, you know, on that D or C pillar like extension. Like you can grab it from that non-existent (laughs) window. It was kind of stupid when there was a window there, but it's easily to easy to access now that there is no window there. So
1: I was I was thinking of moving mine or doing an additional one back there too, just so like anybody can walk by and grab it if they need it. it. Yeah.
3: But I mean,
0: I've got like fire extinguishers all over the place. I've got. One of them. No, yeah. Uh, they're just all. I just
5: have like three or four one, at this point. I have two of those mounts. One of those mounts is going by the driver's foot, and or it's going in the center console area where it can be reached by both people. And the other one is going on my tube butt somewhere because I have so much tube there that it doesn't make sense to not have. Or like,
4: it doesn't yeah, it make sense have to Yeah. It should just be right there. Yeah, exactly.
5: Like, opposite side of the fill on one of the support bars. So that way, if the tank is going up, it's not, like, directly in the line of fire, but it's also right there.
1: Yep. Probably a good idea.
5: So, um, I guess on that note, I should probably shut up and let this episode die.
4: I think we covered quite a bit this episode. It's been a solid... When we start 6.35, we're
0: at six, yeah. 8.58. Yeah, about two and a half hours, I'd say.
1: God, with no plan.
0: No plan. God, re- that was those,
1: are, those are the best ones. I, I was going to say, you popped on and we started recording basically like a minute later.
0: Yeah, we didn't really <laughs> do... We talked a little bit, not like anything podcast-worthy, really. And, uh, just jumped right in. Usually there's more diddling around there at the beginning. We're not doing anything, and we lose good conversation. We jumped right in.
5: (laughs) Well, Luke's Luke's dying. Yeah, Luke is dying. I've had a uh, minor chest cold that's been aggravated by allergies. But, I guess in closing in all of this, um... The people that you meet are going to have something to remember you by. So make sure that when you are building your legacy, that you leave something behind for the next generation to pick up. Bring that dude in that like has 31s and a budget boost. Start showing him what you actually have to start doing and never be afraid to talk to anyone that you meet about anything.